AU100 is WAUE and WAUEHD Waverly, Auburn, and Opelika, and the home of Lee Scott Academy Athletics on the Lee Scott Sports Network. The following is a presentation of Radio Alabama Sports. This broadcast is copyrighted by Radio Alabama for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast, descriptions, or accounts of the game without Radio Alabama's consent is strictly prohibited. Lee Scott Warrior Football lives here. This is the Countdown to Kickoff, presented by Russell Building Supply on the Lee Scott Sports Network. After a week one victory of 14-6 over Chambers Academy, the Lee Scott Warriors enjoyed an early season bye week. Head coach Buster Daniel wasn't overly impressed with his team's performance and said that this week, Lee Scott focused on Lee Scott. Not on Chambers, not on Monroe, just on making this team better. We'll find out if the Warriors made any improvements as they get ready to take on the one-and-one Monroe Volunteers. The ball started off the season slow, but rebounded nicely with a 59-12 drumming of Sparta last week. A year ago in this game, the Warriors made the long road trip worth it, coming home with a 45-0 victory. Can they do it again here tonight in front of a packed house at Judd Scott Field? Find out here on the Lee Scott Sports Network Live as your Lee Scott Warriors host the Monroe Volunteers for Friday Night Football. The Russell Building Supply Countdown to Kickoff is next on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Bending, stretching, walking. The simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain. When that happens, the Orthopedic Clinic is here to help. The Orthopedic Clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring services from total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs, physical therapy, and sports medicine. With offices conveniently located in Auburn and Opelika, the Orthopedic Clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion. Visit theorthoclinic.com to schedule your appointment today. Every sports team has a glue guy, the unsung hero that does the dirty work. Society's glue guys are towing companies. Whether your car is in an accident or you own a business and need a vehicle moved, we all need tow trucks. When you need one, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. AET specializes in parking lot and private property towing in Auburn. Call 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. From the very beginning in 1907, Auburn Bank's mission has been to promote our community, see businesses flourish, and improve the livelihoods of local citizens. We have operated a simple and straightforward business model built on a foundation of sound business decisions and a caring response. Our local team stands ready to discuss your financial needs and goals. Auburn Bank, champions of you. Member FDIC, online at auburnbank.com. The Goosh Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gooshcenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. 
You're listening to the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, the official broadcast partner of Lee Scott Academy Athletics. We are live here at Judd Scott Field on the campus of Lee Scott Academy in Auburn, Alabama. Hello, everybody. My name is Jacob Goins, voice of the Lee Scott Warriors, with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. This is the Russell Building Supply Countdown to Kickoff. It's all brought to you by Russell Do- Russell Building Supply and Do It Center. Experience and knowledge from the pros at your hometown home center. A rainy day and rainy evening here at Judd Scott Field as it's been raining in the Auburn Opelika area all day long. Some hard rain earlier this afternoon, and it'll play a factor here tonight between Lee Scott and Monroe. The visiting volunteers making a long road trip up to Auburn, Alabama. The Warriors had to make the trip last year, but Lee Scott gets to host it this year. As I welcome in my broadcast partner, Christian Griffin, here in the booth. Christian, great turnout so far. Still got about 30 minutes till kickoff between Lee Scott and Monroe, but uh, we're thinking maybe the rain may hold off some of the fans. But as Monroe, they've traveled nicely. There's some fans over on the far side, but welcome into the booth, man. They have. Thank you. It's great to be here again tonight. Great afternoon with you on the on the line. Yeah. Looking forward to a great show. A great game tonight. Looking to cap it off with a Lee Scott win. And as you mentioned, the fans showing up. But the rain coming on earlier this afternoon, we wondered how much of a factor that would play, not only for the players, but for the fans as well. But I think with that rain holding off a little bit, it's going to be a really good turnout tonight. Well, of course, Lee Scott 1-0 on the season. Monroe 1-1. and uh, Lee Scott opened up the season in week one with that 14-6 victory over Chambers Academy right here at Judd Scott Field. But talking with head coach Buster Daniel after the game and throughout the, this week leading up he wasn't overly impressed with his team's performance in that 14 to 6 victory half of those points came on an opening kickoff return touchdown so what can lee scott do differently this week to improve on both sides of the football against monroe i think on the offensive side of the ball it starts with just having that form of consistency we have lee scott had 239 yards of total offense throughout the entire four quarters and it feels like a bunch of those came on a couple chunk plays here and there get three or four first downs and then you find that offense stalling right at that midfield line half the punt or a turnover on down so I feel like having that consistency and trying to work your way all the way down the field try and find that end zone or at least get in the red zone uh, to try and put some points on the board and on the defensive side of the ball we talked to coach Osmond here right before the game and I think he really wants to see his defensive alignment work out a little bit better this uh, this game like I said in week one the defensive alignments were not where they needed to be the gaps were open where the linebackers should be the defensive backs needed to be where they needed to be and uh, saw some some miscues here in week one and that's why you have week one and that's why I think where they were a little bit happy for that bye week coming in between week one and week two just to tweak some things a little bit talking with coach osmond before the game the defensive coordinator for lee scott what was the number he gave us on misalignments in week I one i think he said 75 to 80 percent of the defensive plays there was wow. somebody that was that was misaligned on that defensive side of the ball and i think that's a combination of two things christian i think that's a week one matchup it's a week one game right opening game of the 2023 season and it's also that you lost 18 seniors off that team yeah. last year and i know we talked a lot about that in week one but a lot of those 18 seniors look this is private high school football you've got guys that are athletes that are going to play on both sides right they played a lot of defense and lee scott played lockdown defense they they shut this team out last year did they against monroe so i think with those misalignments in week one you can play it to both of those factors losing so much skill and losing so much experience on that side of the football plus it being week one and so lee scott has had plenty of time to get some of those fixes in 
Christian, because they had a week two bye week. And so what does that mean for a football team at any level, whether it be high school, college, or NFL, having a bye week after just one football game has got to be a little weird. How do you adjust and how do you take advantage of it here in week three as you get set to take on Monroe? Yeah, I feel like as a player mentality, you want to keep things rolling, especially after that week one win. You're building off of that momentum and looking to continue it into that following week. But I think Coach Osmond's reaction when we asked how important it was for that bye week kind of told us everything that we needed to know. Closed his eyes and gave a really big sigh and said it was needed. And again, we gave us a couple examples with the reasons why it was so important. Losing those 18 seniors, giving a couple guys a couple more reps after having some live action, just being able to figure everything out. And again, we talk about the most improvements that you're going to see in a team most of the time is in between week one and week two. So given a really young group of guys like this, essentially two week 1.5s is really important for this Lee Scott team. You can hear the Warrior Band lining up in between the stands and the football field. The cheerleaders are in front of them as well. We're just about 20 minutes away from kickoff between your Lee Scott Warriors and the Monroe Academy Volunteers here at Judd Scott Field as the lights are on. Still a little bit of a drizzle here, but it should be a beautiful night for football. Heat will not be a factor tonight. It's a gorgeous evening here in Auburn, Alabama. This is the Russell Building Supply Countdown to Kickoff. It's all brought to you by Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply Experience and Knowledge from the Pros at your hometown home center. When we come back, actually, let's talk about that weather really quick. I do want to talk about the weather a little bit more because it is a factor, right? It is. It's it's whether it's going to rain anymore or not, we don't truly know. We're hoping not, right? We're hoping no lightning delays as well, yes. knock on wood. Uh, but with that weather, um, wet field, wet ball, right? Wet socks, wet shoes, like all those things that play into play into a football game. Christian, how do you how do you overcome those things if you're a Lee Scott team or if you're Monroe trying to hang in this football game? Well, I think it works especially with both offenses. Lee Scott and Monroe are both heavy run teams, so I don't think it changes too much for them offensively. I think it really comes down to them just having an increased focus on every single play with every single assignment by all 11 guys on the field at one time. And I think for the offensive side of the ball, it starts with Pelzer Reeves. The amount of snaps that he's taken under center over summer mindlessly is, I'm sure, in the hundreds, if not the thousands. But in a rainy game like this, that one bobbled snap could could totally affect the, the outcome of this game. It comes from the snap, and then it goes to Pelzer. you got to hand the ball off cleanly. you got to make sure that you're focused on that as well. And then as the running backs hold on to the ball, it sounds simple, but it's something like that with that weather. It just increases the inclemency. Uh, for possible mistakes, and that's what you really got to focus on if you're Lee Scott. Well, the ra- the uh, the umbrellas, the rain jackets, and the ponchos are out from everybody in the stands, the band, and the coaches as well. The only ones won't having those on are the players on the field, and so hopefully the rain holds off, and they just have to deal with the wet, muddy field tonight here at Judd Scott Field. Again, this is the Russell Building Supply countdown to kickoff, all brought to you by Russell Do It Center and Building Supply Experience and Knowledge from the Pros at your hometown home center. When we come back, we'll give you your starting lineups and keys to the game and then we'll have you ready for kickoff between your Lee Scott Warriors and the visiting Monroe Volunteers here on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is Auburn's hometown home center. With top brands and an easy-to-use drive through lumber yard, we have what you need to get the job done. Russell Building Supply, East University Drive in Auburn. Become a Russell Rewardsman. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Four Seasons Federal Credit Union. 
Looking to earn more for your money? Four Seasons Federal Credit Union is offering a seven-month CD at an annual percentage yield of 5.64% and a 13-month CD at an annual percentage yield of 5.38%. Four Seasons Federal Credit Union is the financial institution for you with two local branches and over 5,500 co-op share branches worldwide. This promotion is for new deposits only with $2,500 minimum. Membership eligibility required. Accounts are federally insured by the National Credit Union Administration. Contact us for more details. Life isn't made for joint or orthopedic pain. It's made for living, for family, for your favorite hobbies, for sports, for morning walks and afternoon playing in the park. If you suffer from joint or orthopedic pain, turn to the experts at the Orthopedic Clinic. Our board-certified surgeons provide cutting-edge surgical procedures and high-quality, innovative services all close to home. Don't let joint or orthopedic pain keep you from doing all the things you love. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. Welcome back here to Judd Scott Field on the campus of Lee Scott Academy as we get you ready for your Lee Scott Warriors taking on the Monroe Volunteers as the rain starting to come down a little bit heavier now here in Auburn, Alabama. Just about 16 and a half minutes away from kickoff between Lee Scott and Monroe. He's Christian Griffin. I'm Jacob Goins with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. This is the Russell Building Supply countdown to kickoff. Brought to you by Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Experience and knowledge from the pros at your hometown home center. Making sure they're probably about to get ready to do the uh, national anthem and the prayer. So once we uh, kind of get through that, we'll get you your starting lineups and your keys to the game. And just to give you a heads up on that, starting lineups are brought to you by the Gooch Performing Arts Center at Auburn University. See upcoming events at goochcenter.auburn.edu. And then your keys to the game tonight will be brought to you by Jeff Cochant Funeral Home and Crematory, serving Opelika, Auburn, and Lee County since 1988. As the band lines up on the field, looks like Lee Scott may be about to run down the steps. And so, again, just trying to see bands getting started. So why don't we go ahead and give you your starting lineups, talk about some of those key players really quickly before uh, they do a national anthem and the prayer. It's time now for the Lee Scott Warriors starting lineups, presented by the Gouge Performing Arts Center. So tonight's starting lineups presented by the Gooch Performing Arts Center at Auburn University. See upcoming events at goochcenter.auburn.edu. We will give you your official starting lineups as we go. We're provided those uh, by either team tonight. But what we'll do is just kind of highlight a couple of players for Lee Scott. Keep your eye and he keep your ear out as we call them out tonight for J.J. Myers, the running back number four, the senior. Also, Jake White, number eight. He will be getting the football a lot tonight as the running back and wide receiver. Really just a playmaker. And then Pelzer Reeves, the junior quarterback, on the offensive side of the football. You look at somebody like Bank Sims as the linebacker spot on defense. Look for him to make a big play tonight as well. Again, starting lineups brought to you by the Goose Performing Arts Center at Auburn University. Time for the prayer and national anthem. We'll throw it to a break. Have your keys to the game when we come back here on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Life isn't made for joint or orthopedic pain. It's made for living, for family, for your favorite hobbies, for sports, for morning walks and afternoon playing in the park. If you suffer from joint or orthopedic pain, turn to the experts at the Orthopedic Clinic. Our board-certified surgeons provide cutting-edge surgical procedures and high-quality, innovative services all close to home. Don't let joint or orthopedic pain keep you from doing all the things you love. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. Come in and get it out of 
Hey, it's Steve from the Car Stereo Shop in Auburn, and yes, we are still in Auburn, right behind CTU. Our new address is 1823 Opelika Road. Turn in between Badcock Furniture and CTU, and you will be looking at us. Newer, bigger, better location, but the same great customer service. Come see us at 1823 Opelika Road or call us at 887-8422. Every sports team has a glue guy, the unsung hero that does the dirty work. Society's Glue Guys are towing companies. Whether your car is in an accident or you own a business and need a vehicle moved, we all need tow trucks. When you need one, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. AET specializes in parking lot and private property towing in Auburn. Call 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. This is Zach Alsterbrook with Alsterbrook Law Group, specializing in family law, criminal defense, DUI, and personal injury. Alsterbrook Law Group can help you. 114 North Knight Street in downtown Opelika, serving Lee County and the surrounding areas for over 10 years. Remember, if you want someone that has your back, call Zach. 737-3718. Big city experience, small town values. Alsterbrook Law Group. No representation has made that the quality of services to be performed is the greater than the quality of legal services performed by other lawyers. Game action is brought to you by Auburn Express Towing. Now, back to the action. All right, a beautiful national anthem and prayer here at Judd Scott Field as we are 12 minutes away from kickoff between your Lee Scott Warriors and the Monroe Volunteers. Let's get you your keys to the game, brought to you by Jeffco Trent Funeral Home and Crematory, serving Auburn, Opelika, and Lee County since 1988. Christian, keys to the game for a Lee Scott victory tonight. They're 1-0, taking on the 1-1 Monroe Volunteers, who are, by the way, coming off of a nice victory uh, last week to get themselves back on track. They won... Uh, by a score of 59 to 12 uh, over Jackson or over Sparta, excuse me. So keys to the game for you, for Lee Scott to get a victory here and go 2 and 0 on the season. Yeah, I think the first thing is is you got to find a rhythm offensively. We talked about it a little bit earlier. We saw the Lee Scott offense come in chunks and then they'd stay away for a couple plays. They get a couple first downs and then they'd stutter and find themselves in a fourth and manageable and they could either go for it or have to punt it away so i think finding a rhythm is something that's really important for this offense the second one and i think might be the most important one this evening is using the special teams to your advantage if you're able to put points on the board and pin them deep or if you have the punt, put them inside the twin yard line force them to go the entire length of the field and then let, let your defense help your offense mm-hmm. to put the offense on the plus side of the field and allow them to work with a much less distance and much more manageable uh, field position to put points on the board. And then I think the third one, ironically, is to try and play as clean football as you can, not necessarily with what the jerseys are going to look like once the fourth quarter comes along. But again, we talked about that increased focus. Not... uh, penalties and turnovers I feel like are going to play a really big key in tonight's game so trying to limit both of those will play a big factor for the Warriors. Well you look back to week one and Lee Scott had a chance to score more than 14 points but they got in their own way and so did Chambers Academy in that game too. That was a second half just full of penalties and mistakes on both sides of the football and we talked about how important it is to use that second week by week for Lee Scott to maybe clean up some of those penalties and you're right with the weather tonight it's been on and off rain so far uh, not raining as we 
speak, but it's been on and off in just the 20 minutes we've been on the air for the pregame show. So got to take care of the football, make smart decisions. You're going to see running on both sides this Monroe team. To kind of preview them for just a second, Christian, this Monroe team, they're going to stack the line on offense, and they're going to run it right at you, and they're going to say make they're going to make you stop them is what they're going to do as Lee Scott starting to run down the stairs in between the student section. That's a good turnout for the students, though, here in the rain tonight. But Monroe, they're going to line up, two tight end set, one on the right, one on the left. They're going to have a running back, they're going to have a fullback, and they're going to run it right up your throat and try to make you stop it. So Lee Scott linebackers, I mentioned them in the, uh, in the players to keep an eye for. They're going to have to step up and make a play tonight as well because Monroe, they're not afraid to run the football, and if you don't stop it, they'll do it all night long. Well, again, we talked about the alignment. Being in the correct spot at the correct time is going to be huge, especially for both teams, knowing that you're not really you're going to know what both offenses are going to try to run. It's going to come down to whether or not you're able to stop it. And for that Lee Scott defense, excuse me, just being able to be in that right spot, again, at the right time is going to come up huge. Lee Scott getting ready to, the captains came down the stairs, the team about to do the same. Uh, got a sneak peek. No red jerseys this week, Christian. They got to do that in week one against Chambers. Players loved it. They were super excited. Looking like Ole Miss out there in week one. Uh, but they'll be in their Navy uniforms tonight as the captains for Lee Scott standing on the sidelines. We'll get you those uh, for, for Lee Scott. Number two, Charlie Lloyd. Uh, number 20, Lane Eddins out there. Number eight, Jake White. And number 25 uh, for Lee Scott Walker. Fisher, the four captains tonight for Lee Scott Academy. So those were your keys to the game brought to you by Jeffco Trent Funeral Home and Crematory serving Opelika, Auburn, and Lee County since 1988. Call on them in your time of need. When we come back, we'll have opening kickoff between your Lee Scott Warriors and the Monroe Volunteers here on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Glenn Smith and Opelika is happy to be a sponsor of high school football. We believe that high school athletics builds character among young people, and we're honored to lend our support. This is a great area to live, play, work, worship, and retire. In our 31st year, we are your Chevrolet and GMC dealer for East Alabama and West Georgia. Online 24-7 at glennsmith.com. Glenn Smith Chevrolet GMC. Get ready to smile. Bending, stretching, walking. The simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain. When that happens, the Orthopedic Clinic is here to help. The Orthopedic Clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring services, from total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs, physical therapy, and sports medicine. With offices conveniently located in Auburn and Opelika, the Orthopedic Clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion. Visit theorthoclinic.com to schedule your appointment today. The Goosh Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gooshcenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. From the very beginning in 1907, Auburn Bank's mission has been to promote our community, see businesses flourish, and improve the livelihoods of local citizens. We have operated a simple and straightforward business model built on a foundation of sound business decisions and a caring response. 
Our local team stands ready to discuss your financial needs and goals. Auburn Bank, champions of you. Member FDIC, online at auburnbank.com. All of the action is right here. This is Lee Scott Academy Football. Brought to you by Auburn Express Towing on the Lee Scott Sports Network. Presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Sponsored by the Orthopedic Clinic, Auburn Express Towing, Russell Building Supply, the Gouge Performing Arts Center, and Troy Bank and Trust. Now, here's color analyst Christian Griffin and the voice of Lee Scott Academy Athletics, Jacob Goins. The Warriors of Lee Scott Academy have taken the field with just about five minutes to go before kickoff between your Lee Scott Warriors and the visiting Monroe Academy Volunteers. Hello, everybody. Jacob Goins with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Alongside me, as always, on Friday nights is Christian Griffin here in the broadcast booth. It's a nice temperature night for high school football, on and off rain, and we're hoping uh, that the rain that is in the radar will kind of miss us, maybe go south, go to the side of us, whatever you got to do. Don't hit Auburn, Alabama for the next few hours as Lee Scott and Monroe are set to do battle as the team is about to take the field from the right corner of the end zone. Captains are meeting at the LSA logo. And we're a few, just a few minutes away between Lee Scott and Monroe. And Christian, after a week off, I don't know about you, brother, but I'm glad to be back in the booth, glad to be back here at Judd Scott Field. And on a night when it's raining, I'm glad to be here in the press box. Oh, 100%. More importantly, I feel like it's, you know, the coaches and the Lee Scott Warriors might have been happy for a bye week, but I feel like, man, we've been missing this booth in this left corner, and I'm excited to get back into it, ready to call some action here. As the Warriors down in the right-hand corner of the end zone, the cheerleaders with the LSA flags out in front of them. You can hear the band. They sound good, does the Warrior band. And talking with head coach Buster Daniel last night at the quarterback club meeting, he's just ready for this team to get back on the field. He wasn't pleased with the week one performance. They worked a lot in these last two weeks, in the bye week and in this, in this week leading up to this. And they've worked hard to get to where they need to be. And I know they're excited. And you can see it as they run out on the field here at Judd Scott Field as Monroe takes the field on the opposite side. And Christian will give the results of the coin toss as we're just about a few minutes away from kickoff between Lee Scott and Monroe. The coin toss is brought to you by Lee County Revenue Commissioner Olene Price, who reminds you that if you need services from her office, there's the main office at the courthouse in Opelika and satellite offices in Auburn and Smith Station. Yeah, so Monroe won the opening coin toss and chose to receive so the war or so the volunteers will get the ball first going from left to right at least got warriors we'll get the ball to start the second half again we appreciate lee county revenue commissioner Olene price bringing you the results of tonight's coin toss be sure you contact her and satellite offices in auburn and smith station we're just about set. Clock says 2.55. They're going to get this thing going a few minutes early. They tend to do that, especially in the rain. No reason to hold off. Let's get this thing going as we'll get the first quarter started between Lee Scott and Monroe. You talked about special teams in the open, Christian. Lee Scott's got one of the best kickers in the state of Alabama in Matt Relator. He puts it through the end zone every single time, whereas last week, or I guess in week one, when Lee Scott played Chambers and Miles Zachary returned the kickoff for an opening touchdown, he received it at about the 15-20 yard line. So that shows you the strength that Matt Relator has and how much of a strength he is for this Lee Scott special teams unit. And again, it goes to the point to show how important special teams is overall, but especially in a night like this having to pin 
the Volunteers at the 20-yard line, forcing them to go 80 yards down the field. So like Christian mentioned, Lee Scott will kick it away, moving right to left on your radio dial. Monroe will be moving left to right. Matt Relator tees it up for the Warriors. Lee Scott in their home navies, navy helmet with red lettering, navy jerseys with the white numbers, white letters and white numbers on the front, and the navy pants with the red and white stripes down the side. Monroe in the black helmets, white jerseys, and orange and black letters numbers on the front and the back. Full crowd here at Judd Scott Field for game two between Lee Scott I guess for Lee Scott in 2023, taking on Monroe. Again, a 45-0 victory last year when Lee Scott made the long trip down to Monroeville. And we're all teed up, ready to go. Waiting on a signal. There it is. And the Warriors are ready to kick this thing away. The crowd's ready. The team's ready. So are we. And we're underway between Lee Scott and Monroe. And just as expected, through the back of the end zone for a touchback. And the Volunteers will start with their first offensive drive of the game. So we'll see that Lee Scott Warrior defense for the first time tonight. Again, just giving up six points in week one. It was a late fourth quarter touchdown by Chambers that they gave up. There was a couple of plays where Chambers almost scored, but Lee Scott made a couple of nice plays. So we'll see what the strategy is here. And again, a lot of misalignment in week one for Lee Scott defensively. And defensive coordinator Jacob Osmond says they fixed it. And just like that, looks like a penalty. Going to be on the Lee Scott defense as they walk away. And not the start you're looking for. If you're Lee Scott on defense. Yeah, 15, Hayden Kelly. A little anxious to get things underway. We'll give the Volunteers a first and first five behind freshman quarterback. From the 25-yard line. Cooper West. Quarterback takes a snap, handoff right up the middle. Lunges forward for a couple of yards. Tackle made by J.J. Myers. I apologize. Actually, junior quarterback, Cooper Kilgore. So Kilgore again is your starting quarterback tonight for Monroe. I, was, I wasn't expecting that. 11.38 to go, just underway here in the Auburn Bank first quarter. Auburn Bank, their local team, stands ready to discuss your financial needs and goals. Auburn Bank champions of you and proud to sponsor Lee Scott Warrior Football. As we mentioned, Monroe will run, run, and run some more as they hand it off to the running back off the left side. Trailed from behind, hit in front. Picked up a couple of yards, not too many. Tackled by three or four players, and it was Blake Dern on the run, the senior for Monroe. I expect to be calling his name quite a bit tonight. Number six for Monroe. Again, we talked about it. First big third down of the game, deep in their own territory. See if the Warriors can take advantage and try to give Pelzer and reason that offense a short field to work with. It'd be a huge way to get off the field after an opening play penalty on the defense. 10.45 to go. No score yet between Lee Scott and Monroe. Quarterback keeper all the way. Hits a wall. Lunges forward. Did he get there? Going to be based off the spot. I don't... And they did. They're going to give it to him. I don't know about it, but they did give it to him first down, Monroe. Looked like that second effort was just enough. Got stood up there for a little bit, got a little help from his offensive lineman. Just enough to move the chains. So Kilgore able to fight his way for the first down. With 10.20 to go, just on the 31-yard line, Volunteers moving left to right on your radio dial. Lee Scott defending right to left. 
from the 31 yard line. Still in their own territory at the 31 yard line. 10 minutes to go in the opening quarter. No score yet between Monroe and your Lee Scott Warriors. Kilgore with the snap. Hand off to the left. Lee Scott defense faked out a little bit, but not on the edge. Big time play over on the Monroe side. It's J.J. Myers who makes the tackle for the Warriors. Great speed there from J.J. Myers. We see that formation almost lines up like a triple option. Running back on the near side. Didn't come in motion, but still had that option look to it coming back to the backfield. But again, as you mentioned it, the speed of the linebackers, and something we mentioned multiple times in week one, the ability for these Lee Scout Warriors, the linebackers, to beat the ball carrier to the edge, something that we'll hope to continue here in game number two. Quarterback in the shotgun, running back to his right, two set off to the left. And quarterback comes up, throwing, looks left all the way, pressure, throws it into no man's land, should be a flag. Should be grounding. Lee Scott begging for the flag, can't get it. There was nobody anywhere near where that football landed. Good pressure by a couple of Lee Scott defenders. It's third and long for the Volunteers. Yeah, it looked like they got away with one there. All three targets rolled out to the left as that was where the play was developed. It was blown up in the backfield, forcing Kilgore to roll to his right. And I guess they're going to rule he was getting hit as he, threw, as he was throwing. I don't know but, about that. Yeah, I don't know. don't know about that one as well. So third and 10 with 9-12 to go in the opening quarter. Monroe from their own 31-yard line, scoreless here at Judd Scott Field and Lee Scott Academy Warriors with another third down and a chance to get off the field. The first different formation that we've seen. Kilgore drops back to pass, looking left the whole way, got plenty of time, finds this man, diving attempt, did he get the feet down? They say it's a catch. Holy smokes. Heck of an effort on the far sideline right in front of the Monroe bench, and it's good enough for a 12-yard gain and a first down for the Vols. Yeah, great play, Kilgore had all, all day to throw. And Heck of a because Lane Iddens got tackled <laughs> as he was trying to rush the quarterback on that near side, that left edge. wasn't a whole, wasn't just Jersey. It was a, a full-on tackle, but it, yeah, I couldn't quite get the number on who the reception was from, but 12 yards to the 43-yard line, a little toe drag, sort of what we saw in the uh, Minnesota-Nebraska game last night in college football as Monroe extends the extends the drive and they got a first down at their own 43. Running back takes it in the chest, lunges across the forward and down at right midfield. And there's the running we see from Monroe. As it was Caleb Nall, the sophomore wide receiver who's seeing some action at running back here in this first quarter. Jackson Lee, a defensive lineman for Lee Scott, subs out. So a long opening drive here for Monroe, under eight minutes to play in the Auburn Bank first quarter. Still scoreless between the Vols and the Warriors. And they're going to mark him down at the 48-yard line, so didn't quite get out to midfield for a second and five for the Vols. Kilgore run all the way, straight up the gut, and is able to find a crease, get right at the first down marker. Looks like they're going to give it to him on second and five. And another first down for the Volunteers. Actually marked him. Oh, they did mark short. him short. Excuse me. My apologies. They marked him short. Oh, for well, the near the near official was, <laughs> was signaling. He, he was going that way. But all right. Hey, we'll take it. Third and one now for the third third down of this drive for the Monroe offense. Lee Scott defensively got to make a play with 7:05 to go. And I think with the type of offense that Monroe runs, definitely four down territory here. Granted, a big time loss of down. Kilgore. Direct snap right through the heart of the defense. 
Didn't get much, but enough for the first down. That's three conversions so far for Monroe on third down. Yeah, again, not needing too much. Got right to the first down marker, fell forward. And that gave him the extra yard and a half that he needed to get that first down and move the chains. This Monroe offense got to be feeling pretty good about themselves. Put up 59 points last week against Sparta. The defense just gave up 12. We haven't seen that Monroe defense just yet. But 59 points in any game, no matter who you're playing, it's an impressive performance, and they're doing a great job here so far. First and 10 in Taliscott territory at the 46-yard line, moving left to right. High snap, Kilgore puts it into the chest of his running back. And finally dragged down after about a five-yard gain. It was Caleb Nall once again. And again, you see it. Monroe's happy getting three or four yards on first down, three or four yards on second and down. You know what it reminds like me of? school Army-Navy That's game. exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. That or is exactly. Gonna, it's yep. not going to be too sexy, nothing too fancy. You know exactly what the other team is going to give you. Yep. And they're happy with controlling the game, as we've seen it here six minutes already, and they've just crossed the midfield mark. And going to have a timeout on the field. Looks like it's going to be taken by Lee Scott with 5.59 to go. Scoreless between Monroe and Lee Scott, but the Volunteers are driving second and seven from the Warrior 43. We'll take a timeout with them here on the Lee Scott Sports Network. Stay tuned. The first quarter continues when we come back here on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Life isn't made for joint or orthopedic pain. It's made for living, for family, for your favorite hobbies, for sports, for morning walks and afternoon playing in the park. If you suffer from joint or orthopedic pain, turn to the experts at the Orthopedic Clinic. Our board-certified surgeons provide cutting-edge surgical procedures and high-quality, innovative services all close to home. Don't let joint or orthopedic pain keep you from doing all the things you love. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. Every sports team has a glue guy, the unsung hero that does the dirty work. Society's glue guys are towing companies. Whether your car is in an accident or you own a business and need a vehicle moved, we all need tow trucks. When you need one, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. AET specializes in parking lot and private property towing in Auburn. Call 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. You're listening to the home of Lee Scott Academy Athletics, AU100. Now back to the action. So after the heat timeout, a handoff, you guessed it, straight up the middle. And a nice pickup on the second down run, but a flag down on the play on the far side. Okay, you're going to get a hold on that top side of that formation. He's going to bring it back. Watson on the carry. Brought down by J.J. Meyer. And a flag on the play. And you can hear J.J. Myers was involved on the tackle once again. He's been all over the defensive side of the field tonight. Early in this football game, but a penalty. First one on the visiting balls. We'll take it from a second and seven, and they'll start marching the other way. Holding. 5.52. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, no, they, the hold took place behind the line of scrimmage. So the, hold, so the 10 yard should be tacked on from where the previous spot of the ball was. But they just marked it as a, as a currently as a six-yard holding penalty because they marked it from where, J, uh, where Myers made the tackle, mm -hmm. and I think that's what head coach Buster Daniel. I mean, he's all the way at the numbers. I think he's asking that exact same question. Yeah, there we go. And I think we're yeah. There we go. That's that's exactly what he's saying. 
Yeah, you, you explained it perfectly. You hit it right on the head. Now they've got it placed at the right spot, and now it's placed at the 44-yard line and back inside Monroe territory. It might be even further than it was initially. And all sorts of confusion. We got we got Buster Daniel arguing on this side. We got Monroe coaches arguing on the other yeah. side. So right now they have it marked as a second and 20. Should be a second and 16 because the first yard gain was a four-yard gain. So it should be second and 16. And if it's at the 44-yard line, then it should be placed right at the 46 of Monroe. And then we should be able to play. Right now it's at the 44 and a half. They should just ask us what our, what our thoughts and opinions are. All officials are gathered at the 45-yard line to figure this out. The confusion is unbelievable. Now we're going to start walking back to the right. We'll see if we can finally get this thing figured out. Everybody's confused. Nobody knows what's going on. He's to the 45. He's to midfield. <laughs> yeah, we're going to start. We're going to start calling the game on what happens with the officials and where they decide to put the football. There's 5:52 on the clock in this opening Auburn Bank first quarter. We gave a little bit of leniency in the fourth quarter in game one. We blamed it on the week one blues, I guess you could say. We yeah, but we're in week three. three. I mean, let's you know we got to. And for a simple holding penalty, you'd think that it wouldn't. Right. Wouldn't create too much of an issue. Okay, so now the ball is where it was placed right after the first yard game. So second and six. Second and six at the 38. So at, this point, right just, now. at this point, just put the ball down. Let's play. I mean, we'll just, we'll just make up for it on the defensive side. Here we go. Back to the left. This is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. We have walked back and forth three separate times as the, as the fans here at least got give a uh, very sarcastic clap for the officials. Now it is again now placed at the 43-yard line. It is now second and 25. From the 43-yard line. Oh, my goodness. From the 43, a handoff to the left side. It's a swing play and tackled from behind at the 48-yard line near midfield on the Moreau side. And tackled by number 21, Bank Sims, the junior linebacker. Yeah, really good speed there from that weak side right before he broke the line. A good backside tackle there from Sims. Makes it a big third down. Couple of subs come in for Lee Scott defensively. Jackson Lee back in the ball game. And Miles Zachary, who plays both sides of the football very, very well. Started the game off in week one with an explosive opening kickoff return for a touchdown against Chambers Academy. Was voted play of the week back in week one for high school football. Monroe here lining up only the second time. Kilgore to throw, pressured up the middle, dumps it off, and it is dropped right at midfield. Intended receiver was Blake Dern. But straight up the middle, a bull rush from Lee Scott made him get rid of it before he wanted to. Fourth and 14 from the 49, and we'll see what the decision is for the Volunteers. 4.57 to go in this opening quarter, and Christian Lee Scott's offense has yet to touch the field. And after this holding penalty, it's been almost... Almost eight minutes, seven minutes, we still haven't even reached the midfield mark on this fourth down play. So Monroe out to punt it away from their own 49-yard line. Lee Scott's got two back, but they're just going to let this thing go over their heads. No, they're going to take it right around the 20-yard line. Coming to the near side, out near the 30, it's Jake White. He's got a couple blocks. He's out across the 40. Cuts it back towards the middle, makes a man miss. Dragged down, ripped down at the 45-yard line of Monroe. A good return from Jake White. Reached above his head, made the catch, and just juked out everybody. And a good play from Jake White, the senior, to put the Warriors off. 
offense in good field position for the first time. Exactly what we talked about in pregame. Winning that special teams battle. Jake White rolling it out to the left. All the blockers in front of him cuts back up towards the middle of the field. And Lee Scott takes the ball for the first time on the plus side of the 50-yard line. Warrior offense and quarterback Pelzer Reeves. Moving right to left on your radio dial. Scoreless between the Warriors and Volunteers. Pels are looking to throw the entire way. It's a screen or a little fade route out to this near side. J.J. Myers, the intended receiver, just floated a little high and complete. J.J. Myers and Harrison Short collided right at the line of scrimmage on that release from Myers. And I think it caused Poser to, to double clutch it a little bit and sail it just over the head of his running back. Are you surprised that Lee Scott came out throwing the football in the first play of the game, offensively for the Warriors? Second and 10 Warriors we'll from yes. the 45th yard line. <laughs> Surprise me. <laughs> it's a handoff to Jake White. He cuts back to the right, makes two guys miss as he does a little high step, but can't beat the other defenders as they tackle him right at the line of scrimmage, pushing back a couple of yards, and it'll be a third and long for the Warriors. With that shuttle Both pass, back-to-back back passes. And again, yes, I do think it's very, very surprising. I don't know. I thought he got back to the line of scrimmage, if I'm not mistaken, but they're going to mark it at third and 14. He, he, he got back to the line of scrimmage, did he not? Yeah, it's what, that's what a lot of the fans down below us are saying, but they're not going to mark it that. They're going to mark it as about a four-yard loss. Third and 14. So third and 14 for Lee Scott, under four to play right at midfield. Pelzer drops back, fumbles the football, dives on it. Had a play set up, just kind of a little ahead of himself, dropped the football. We talked about the slippery conditions here as it's a little bit of a drizzle in Auburn, Alabama, and a fumble and a three and out for the Warriors. Yeah, we talked about it exactly, the, the increased focus, the amount of snaps that Pelzer has taken throughout the course of all, of all summer and all fall. You don't really think about it coming into the, into the weather effect like this, but something like that. Just one of those miscues that you're hoping to get corrected before it creates too big of an issue. So Warriors sent out the punt unit. 3.20 to go. Clock counting down here in this opening Auburn Bank first quarter. Zeros on the board for Lee Scott and Monroe. It's a fourth and 14. Should be more than that after the fumble, but a good punt end over end all the way back to the 20-yard line. Hits on the far sideline, takes a Lee Scott Warrior bounce, and it'll die right near the 15-yard line. So a good punt for Lee Scott. They flip the field, does their job, does Matt Relater, and the Warrior defense back on the field once again. We'll keep it right here on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. I'm Jacob Goins. He's Christian Griffin with you on a Friday night here on AU100, AU100FM.com, and the AU100 app. We appreciate you all tuning in here on a Friday evening. Glad to be back on Friday nights. Glad to be back here at Jet Scott Field on a beautiful night despite the rain. Fans down below may not see it as beautiful as we do <laughs> since we're in the in the dry press box, but temperature-wise, you can't beat it here in the first of September. Kilgore takes the snap, gives it out wide to the left and perfectly read by Lee Scott. Big tackle made in the backfield. On the and who else? Was that J.J. Myers once again back there? 25, and looked to be maybe 25, Walker Fisher, who got back there to make the tackle initially. As the clock continues to run, 2.35 here in the first quarter. Loss of one on the play, second and 11 for Monroe from their own 13, moving left to right. From the 13-yard line. Lee Scott. Two linebackers set, corners creeping up. High snap for Kilgore, puts it in the chest of his running back, finds a hole up the middle, and just dragged down by his feet across the first down marker. 
And good enough to move the chains for the Volunteers with 205 to play in the first. It could have gone very bad for Monroe very quickly. Ended up turning into the longest, the most positive yard, yardage play for the offense so far. So first and 10, 153 to go, scoreless in the opening quarter between Lee Scott and Monroe. Lights are on here at Judd Scott Field. Kilgore with the snap, hands it off to Blake Dern. And not much doing on that running play. We told you in the open, Monroe will run, run, and then run some more. When you think they throw, they won't. They'll, they'll run it right down your throat. And that's what they've done so far. An impressive opening drive that stalled on them. At least Scott's defense looking a little better here on the second drive, Christian. And again, it speaks to the importance for that Lee Scott offense to get Second things going and give their defense a little bit of a rest. That offense, or that drive from Monroe, over six and a half minutes, their very first drive. Warriors go three and out. Defense right back on the field, looking to get a stand before they get too gassed. We are under a minute to play in the Auburn Bank first quarter. Man in motion from right to left. Handoff up the middle. Lee Scott all over it. All over it. You're not going to run through the teeth of the defense that time. Lee Scott stops him right at the line of scrimmage and a good play with 45 seconds to go in the first. Yeah, really good play. Try to get a couple yards there, make it in third and manageable. One yard. We've seen that Monroe offense go to the spread twice so far, and you can see that they're not too comfortable in it. Definitely not, not their forte. So anything trying to keep it ahead of the chains. But a good job there from Lee Scott, pushing them back, forcing them into uncomfortable territory. About a one-second difference between the play the play clock and the game clock, so Monroe will have to run one more play here to end this first quarter. Third and 12 from their own 23. Lee Scott can make a play once again on defense. Kilgore, hand off to the left side, finds a hole, but dragged down from behind, short of the line of scrimmage. It was number 18, John Henley Tatum on the run for Morgan, or for Monroe, excuse me. And that is how the first quarter will come to an end. Scoreless here at Judd Scott Field between Lee Scott and Monroe. It'll be a fourth down decision for the Vols from their own 23 when we come back here on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. September is National Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. Troy Bank & Trust is inviting you to go gold with us by participating in our annual Banking on a Cure Blood Drive. We do this in memory and in honor of all the brave children and their families who have fought and continue to fight this disease. This year's Banking on a Cure Blood Drive will be held Friday, September 29th from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. at our Tigertown location, 2701 Frederick Road, Suite 101 in Opelika. Look for the Life South Blood Mobile. Just one donation can save up to three lives. Go gold with us. We're Banking on a Cure. The Goosh Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gooshcenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. You're listening to the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, the official broadcast partner of Lee Scott Academy Athletics. At the start of the second quarter, your Lee Scott Warriors and the Monroe Volunteers are tied 
at zero here in week three of action in AISA high school football. He's Christian Griffin. I'm Jacob Goins with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Tonight's game presented by Auburn Express Towing. Whether you're having car trouble in an accident or you own a business and need a car moved, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. Well, Christian, it was a very slow first quarter. Um, you had Monroe, who held the ball for the first seven minutes of that first quarter. Lee Scott's offense went three and out, and now the defense comes up big once again. Monroe going to have to punt on fourth and 11 from the road 24. Yeah, Monroe had the ball for 10 of the 12 first quarter minutes. Went six of eight. No, I'm sorry. Had six first downs. Three of five on third down. And then to show you the control that they had of the ball, Lee Scott ran three plays offensively. So, if your offense is getting as many first downs as your defense is giving up the opposing offensive plays, you're doing a couple things right. But, as you mentioned, a big, fourth, big third down stop forcing the volunteers to punt deep in their own territory. See if Jake Myers can get another good return here. Give Pels a reason that offense is short field to work. Well, if there's any suggestion that I can give to any opposing team, it's don't punt it to Jake White. High, high snap on the punt. Ball's back in the end zone. Punter comes back on it, fumbles on it, jumps on it. Who's got it? And it's a touchdown for Lee Scott. The Warriors jump on the football in the end zone. And it's a touchdown for the Warriors. Lee Scott's on the board to start the second quarter. What a great play there. We've seen a couple of high snaps on the offensive side of the ball. Another one here. That wet, that wet turf coming into play once again. A high snap. Punter tried to pick it up and got leveled right at the goal line. Ball trungled into the goal line. I don't think we have a number quite yet. But nonetheless, Warriors take a 6-0 lead, assuming the extra point. Well, there was about three Lee Scott Warriors who jumped on the ball. They said, see ball, get ball. And that's exactly what they did in the end zone. It was way high. Punter never even had a chance to get to it. At least got able to pounce on it. They take a 6-0 lead as kicker Matt Relator comes out for the extra point. The snap, the kick. It's up, and it is good. Matt Relator makes it 7-0 Warriors. How about another special teams touchdown here in week three of the season? Lee Scott with a 7-0 lead over Monroe. We'll be right back here on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is Auburn's hometown home center. With top brands and an easy-to-use drive-through lumberyard, we have what you need to get the job done. Russell Building Supply, East University Drive in Auburn. Become a Russell Rewardsman. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. Assist on the Car Stereo Shop. Hey, it's Steve from the Car Stereo Shop in Auburn, and yes, we are still in Auburn, right behind CTU. Our new address is 1823 Opelika Road. Turn in between Badcock Furniture and CTU, and you will be looking at us. Newer, bigger, better location, but the same great customer service. Come see us at 1823 Opelika Road or call us at 887-8422.
A touchdown off the miscue on special teams for Monroe. And Lee Scott takes a 7-0 lead as kicker Matt Relator kicks it away. That hit in the back of the end zone. It never even touched the field of play. We talked about the strength of his kicking game. As Monroe, the first real mistake of the night, Christian, the snap went way high over the punter's head. And about four Lee Scott Warriors jumped on it in the end zone. And it's 7-0 Lee Scott just like that with 11.53 to go in the first half. Just as we mentioned in the pregame, Using the special teams to your advantage, that was key number two of our three keys to the game. But well, we talked about giving the offense a short field to work with. How about giving them no <laughs> no room to work with? That's right. That's right. Warriors score their second non-offensive and their second special teams touchdown in as many weeks to take a 7-0 lead as the Monroe offense takes the field looking to respond. So Monroe moving right to left now on your radio dial. It's a handoff, a sweep to the right, cuts it back inside, makes a man miss, hit by a few Lee Scott defenders. A lot of work for just a few yards to gain. We'll see what the official marking is. All I know is that Christian Horak went flying after the play. Number 33 for Lee Scott got slung down, looking for a call, doesn't get it. And a pickup of a couple for the Volunteers, pick up a four officially. So it'll be second and six from their own 24. Second and six from the 24-yard line. Second and six from the Monroe 24. 11-15 to go in the second quarter. Lee Scott holds a 7-0 lead. Rush up the right. Lowers his head. Picks up again just a couple of yards. But as you mentioned, Christian, that's okay for Monroe. They're not worried about getting eight, nine yards. They're good with two and three. And the math adds up. They can get first down that way. Well, that and say you get another one or two here. We'll see how aggressive the Monroe offense is. And that offensive coordinator trying to go for it on fourth down if it comes beat on their, their own side of the 30-yard line. Blake Dern, the running back, the senior for Monroe, seeing a lot of action here. Early in this first half, it's a third and manageable three to go for Monroe on their own 27-yard line. Lee Scott stacks the box defensively. Fumble, and he picked it up, able to get back on top of it. But Lee Scott's able to make a play. We got two going at it back here in the backfield. Who is that for Lee Scott? Can't quite get the number. Two of them were just going at it in the back. On the back end of the play, I couldn't get the number on it. Either way, got Charlie Lloyd looks like number two for Lee Scott. But a stop on third down. He picked up nothing. And look so it'll be this. fourth and three. They're going to go for it, supposedly. They're lined up to go four for it four. on their own 26 after the punting miscues just a series ago. Looked like they're trying to make Lee Scott jump. Yep. And I think you're right. Timeout, Monroe. See if they could get Lee Scott to jump off sides. They couldn't do it. Timeout on the field. We'll take one with them as the clock reads 10 minutes on the dot with a fourth and six from their own 24. We'll see if Monroe decides to punt it away. Lee Scott holds a 7-0 lead with 10 minutes to go in the first half. Don't go anywhere. Lee Scott football continues right after this. Hi, football fans. Glenn Smith is happy to be a sponsor of high school football. We love that Glenn Smith can play a part in supporting high school sports. We salute the team, coaches, band, the cheerleaders, and, of course, the families and fans. We are proud to be your Chevrolet and GMC dealer for East Alabama and West Georgia. Online 24-7 at glennsmith.com. Glenn Smith Chevrolet GMC in Opelika. Get ready to smile.
And as we figured, Monroe decides to make a smart decision. They're going to punt it away on fourth and six. The snap roll to the punter, picks it up, a spiraling kick, and goes out of bounds in front of the Monroe bench right at the 45-yard line. we got some physicality going on, but like some one-on-one -on -one battles right now between Lee Scott and Monroe. It's been a different guy every time, but the Warrior offense jogs out on the field, and another nice starting field position for Lee Scott offensively. We'll look to see if Pelzeria in that offensive unit can take advantage. We were talking about it over the break. Lee Scott, that offense has run three plays. They've held the ball for two minutes compared to Monroe's 14 or 12 now minutes of the 14 total game time. Yet hold a 7-0 lead. Looking to see if they can double that here on this drive. Pelzer handoff to J.J. Myers straight up the gut. And able to barrel his way to the 41-yard line to pick up a five on the first down carry. And I think that's the exact start you're looking for. Get a drive going. Get positive gains. Get ahead of the chains. Get two plays to work with. Try and get a pick up a first down. See if we can find that rhythm that we talked about earlier. J.J. Myers out. Tyler Kennedy in. They also bring in Sam Jackson, the linebacker, normally to come in on the left side to block. Two out wide to the right, one to the left. Hand off to J.J. off the right side. Excuse me, it's Tyler Kennedy. He's out to the right across the 35, gets a block, and is dragged out of bounds at the 26-yard line. First down, Warriors. Great block there from Jackson Lee coming from the left side, pulling on that backside counter, sealing the defensive edge, creating that huge hole on that second down run. Nice play by Tyler Kennedy, who subbed into the ball game for J.J. Myers. Now two receivers out to the right, two out to the left for quarterback Pelzer Reeves. Hand off up the gut, straight up the middle, barrels in between, balls on the ground, and a fumble. Did they say he was down? It was Parker right on the carry. I'll be honest with you, live, it looked like he fumbled it before he got down. We'll see what the official call is. As you can hear the fans, they're saying, hold on to the ball. Wow. And they're going to give it to Lee Scott. They're going to say he was down before he fumbled the football. And Christian, I know we're hometown radio, but I think that's a gift for the Warriors. Yeah, I think we both looked at each other, and we were both thinking the same thing. Once again, another great block. Again, I called his name a play before, going right back to him, following him. Jackson Lee, another block there. Handoff off to the right side. Got a few blocks out to the corner. Dies for the end zone. Touchdown, Warriors. Lee Scott extends the lead here in the second quarter. And a heck of a run by Bank Sims, number 21 for the Warriors, 13-0 Lee Scott. Great drive there from all the backs, and especially the offensive line, getting down, getting ahead of the ball. Getting a hat on a hat with one of those linebackers, creating easy holes for those running backs. And Blake Sims says, I know what to do with the rest. Finds that pylon on the near side, in for six. And that drive for Lee Scott didn't look like they'd only had three offensive plays. No. They drove right down the field after Monroe gave them good field position. As Matt later on to kick the PAT. High snap, hold is down, kick is up, and it's into the parking lot. It's good. 14-0 Warriors here with 8.37 to go in the second quarter. Lee Scott asserting dominance here in this second quarter after a scoreless first. We'll be right back here on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Four Seasons Federal Credit Union. 
Looking to earn more for your money? Four Seasons Federal Credit Union is offering a seven-month CD at an annual percentage yield of 5.64% and a 13-month CD at an annual percentage yield of 5.38%. Four Seasons Federal Credit Union is the financial institution for you with two local branches and over 5,500 co-op share branches worldwide. This promotion is for new deposits only for $2,500 minimum. Membership eligibility required. Accounts are federally insured by the National Credit Union Administration. Contact us for more details. You're listening to the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, the official broadcast partner of Lee Scott Academy Athletics. Well, there's the Warrior offense we have grown and known to love. 14-0 Warriors over Monroe here at Judd Scott Field. I'm Jacob Goins. He is Christian Griffin with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. With 8.37 to go in this second quarter, Lee Scott now holds a 14-0 lead thanks to a special teams touchdown after a... uh, Uh, I guess a a bad snap on a punt that went over the punter's head for Monroe. Lee Scott jumped on it in the end zone, and then a nice run from Bank Sims for Lee Scott to the corner of the end zone offensively. Had a bunch of good blocks out in front, and again, you mentioned it, partner. It is Jackson Lee who's been at the forefront of so many good runs, and it's 14-0 Lee Scott as Matt Relator kicks it away and into the end zone for a touchback once again. Yeah, we saw a total change of offense from drive one to drive two. Lee Scott Pelzer came out throwing both times, or both of the first two plays on first and second down, found themselves behind the chains on third down, had to punt it away. This time they said, you know what, we're going to put a nose on a nose, a hat on a hat, and we're going to run down your throat, and that's exactly what he did. It looked really good, too. A good-looking drive for Lee Scott offensively as Monroe back on the field. They've had, they've dominated time of possession. As Monroe, I mean, they've held the football for 90% of this football game, and yet they trail 14-0. It's almost like today's world of college football where time of possession means nothing nowadays. One running back to the left, high snap. Once again, Kilgore able to put it into the chest of his running back, able to fall forward, pick up a few yards. At least, Scott, you can see they've adjusted already. They are stacking the box and making Monroe try to run it to the outside. A late flag, though, here back behind the line of scrimmage, partner. Looked like a little bit of extra pressure, which we've seen. We'll see what the official call is. Has got a player limping off here for Lee Scott. Appears to be number five, Miles Zachary. So not a good sign for Lee Scott. Hopefully he's okay. Falls to his backside on the Lee Scott sideline. We'll see see what the issue is, and hopefully he can get back into the football game. Yeah, it looked like he got pinched right on that tackle. Wasn't necessarily in the live action. He was getting blocked, and the tackler came into it. It looked like he fell on his knee a little bit. Was able to get off on his own power, but you can definitely see a limp there. We will get a late hold there right at the tackle. So a first and 15 is the official ruling for Monroe. First and 15 from their own 15, moving right to left on the football field. 8.23 to go. Lee Scott with a 14-0 lead. Snap to Kilgore. Broken play, just rushes up the gut, trying to find anywhere to go. He was looking for blocks out left, and nobody went with him, so he just had to re- basically redo the entire play and just run, do what he knows how to do and run up the middle and pick up a couple of yards. Yeah, as you mentioned, definitely a busted play. Looked like he had that receiver in that triple option spot on the far side of the field, was trying to call him in motion. I think the center took that as, I need to, I need to snap the ball. And as you mentioned, kind of looked a little bit panicked, looked at <laughs> run out to the left, had no blo- nobody there but blue jerseys. Pickup of three on the broken first down play. 7.45 to go in the first half. Five on the play clock for Monroe. Running back to the left of quarterback Kilgore. 
High snap once again. Got to get that corrected. It's a keeper all the way. Helmet goes flying for Lee Scott. He's tackled down on the right side. Pick up maybe one or two. And it was Christian Horak in on the tackle. Walker Lane, the player who lost his helmet, he jogs off the sideline, as does Charlie Lloyd. Again, recipe for disaster for that Monroe offense. Exactly what you're dialing up of your coach Osmond and that Lee Scott Warriors. Get them behind the chains early, force them to come back. And now all of a sudden you're in a third and 12 spot that you can tell Monroe is not comfortable in. Warriors looking to take advantage. Well, they don't run an offense that's good at picking up long yards okay. on each play, right? And we've talked about that. So, And if you're Monroe, you gotta you got to have a talk with your center, man. He's had a high snap every single time. There's another high snap, fumbles it, does Kilgore, drops back, looking to throw, he's got time, steps up, nobody there on the right side, slings it, and nobody home in front of the Monroe bench, and it'll be a fourth down for Monroe. Lee Scott should get the football back. And yeah, as you mentioned, that's center, the high snap every single time. Sometimes it's right at the face mask, other times Kilgore's having to jump to make that leaping grab, but even just something like that throws off the timing in your head every single time. And that clock on here, clock on the quarterback for Kilgore, you can tell as soon as he's able to field it cleanly, he's having to scramble out and throw it away. 6.41 to go in the second quarter. Lee Scott looking for a good field position once again and to put another touchdown on the board. Good snap to the punter. High kick. They kick it away from Jake White this time. And it's going to be there. taken by Lee Scott. It's Walker Fisher on the right side. Has a couple of blocks and ripped out of bounds near the 20-yard line. A good return for the Warriors. They'll be inside the Byron Smokehouse breakfast red zone. Byron Smokehouse, an Arbor tradition for over 30 years. Yeah, I think a little bit of mis miscommunication on that punt. That punt defense. Zachary took it and ran right down the right right side, and it was him and three three Monroe defenders, but not until they got all the way to the red zone. Pelzer with a running back to his right is J.J. Myers. Jake White comes in motion from left to right. They fake it to him. J.J. finds the hole on the left side. Barrels into a man. Runs him over into the end zone. Touchdown, Lee Scott. The Warriors extend the lead once again. It's a three-touchdown lead for Lee Scott. That counter proving so effective. The offensive line able to get out, meet a man on a man with those linebackers. Jake White, all he has to do is make that one, that one defensive back miss. And decides just to run him over instead right at the goal line. In I love six, it. Six, extending the lead to 20. 21, assuming this kick finds the way, its way through the uprights. I absolutely love it. That is J.J. Myers to a T. If you could have one video of J.J. Myers and what he is made of, it's that play right there. He could have put a foot in the ground and walked in untouched, but he said, no, sir, I'm going to run you over and earn those six points, and he did right there as Matt Relator comes in, kicks it on the laces, but it doesn't matter. The PAT is up, and it is good. Lee Scott 21, Monroe 0. It took all but about 10 seconds to score off the punt, and Lee Scott is in control here in the first half with 6.25 to go. 21 nothing Warriors over Monroe. We'll be right back here on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. From the very beginning in 1907, Auburn Bank's mission has been to promote our community, see businesses flourish, and improve the livelihoods of local citizens. We have operated a simple and straightforward business model built on a foundation of sound business decisions and a caring response. Our local team stands ready to discuss your financial needs and goals. Auburn Bank, champions of you. Member FDIC, online at auburnbank.com.
21-0. Lee Scott over Monroe. They're starting to pull away here in the first half with 6.25 to go. Been sort of a slow-rolling first half. As Lee Scott scored a few times here in this second quarter. It was 0-0 after one. But Lee Scott able to put a few touchdowns on the board. Two offensive and one special teams. Thanks to J.J. Myers finding his way into the end zone. And if I say that Lee Scott's kicking it away, just go ahead and assume that Matt Relator's going to put it through the back of the end zone. He does it once again. And it sounds so routine, and it sounds so just not important, but if you watch the game of football, if you listen or keep up with the game of football, if you don't have any threat of the opposing team returning a kick or a punt on you, that, take, that just helps you so much if you're a defense like Lee Scott. 100%. And it just allows you to go ahead and get your mind right as that defensive side of the ball because you know you're running out to the 20-yard line to start playing defense for that first play. Lee Scott defensively. After that first drive for Monroe, again, it was a nice-looking drive. They got into Lee Scott territory. It stalled on them a little bit. And after that, Lee Scott has locked down on the defensive front, and they've done so again here. Handoff hit in the backfield. Nowhere to go. Can't make the play. Still on his feet, though. Very impressive. But Lee Scott swarms on defense, hits him in the backfield for a loss on first down. That's another key important factor for Lee Scott. Never allow one of your teammates to have a solo tackle. Get numerous heads, Walk numerous hats carry. on the ball carry at all times. Come While on, we have on. a brief pause, give a shout-out to number 51, Max Shiver, on that offensive line for Lee Scott. The counters have worked beautifully so far. So both of the touchdowns have been. Shiver came from that right guard spot and went all the way to the left, ran about five yards up and turned and waited for the linebacker to come and sealed him beautifully off and allowed Myers to run right on his tail into the back of the end zone. Timeout on the field. We will take one with them with 5.48 to go in this first half. Lee Scott in control with a 21-0 lead over Monroe. You're listening to Lee Scott Football on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Bending, stretching, walking. The simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain. When that happens, the Orthopedic Clinic is here to help. The Orthopedic Clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring services, from total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs, physical therapy, and sports medicine. With offices conveniently located in Auburn and Opelika, the Orthopedic Clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion. Visit theorthoclinic.com to schedule your appointment today. Come in and get it out of your system. The Car Stereo Shop. Hey, it's Steve from the Car Stereo Shop in Auburn, and yes, we are still in Auburn, right behind CTU. Our new address is 1823 Opelika Road. Turn in between Badcock Furniture and CTU, and you will be looking at us. Newer, bigger, better location, but the same great customer service. Come see us at 1823 Opelika Road or call us at 887-8422. High snap to the quarterback. Kilgore runs out to the right and is brought down right at the line of scrimmage. A little smack talk going from Lee Scott. And a late flag. I think they're going to get him for it, too. Lee Scott a little aggressive. And a flag on the play. Yeah, you knew it was just going to be a matter of time until one of those tempers flew. We've seen a couple of one-on-one matchups. A little bit after the whistle, this one continued for a little bit too long. And I think it's Lee Scott that's going to get penalized for it. 
Haven't seen too much, too many penalties for Lee Scott. They actually opened the game defensively with a penalty, if you remember back to the start of this football game. But other than that, it's been a pretty clean game. And those are the penalties that head coach Buster Daniel just doesn't like to see. Those are discipline. Those are discipline flags there. Those are the ones that you can prevent any time of the day. Uh, they ended up calling them offsetting, one on both sides. We didn't get the numbers on anything, but... They're going to call it third and seven, but I believe on those offsetting penalties, the play should not. Third and seven from the 20. Well, they're going to say the play, the result of the play will stand. So, yeah, it is a third and seven from their own 23. With 5.26 to go, Lee Scott with three timeouts, Monroe with two. Kilgore. Drops back to throw, looks left, nobody there, rolls out to his right, looking downfield, just throws across the middle, and it's intercepted. Intercepted right in front of the Monroe bench and tackled down at the original line of scrimmage. And Lee Scott with a big turnover. Kilgore had nowhere to go. He panicked, and he threw it right from number seven to number seven, Tyler Kennedy, who picks it off for the Warriors. And Lee Scott is back in business on offense. Kennedy, a perfect job there, reading the quarterback, pinching the quarterback, and pinching that receiver off to that far sideline. Stepped right in front of him. Kilgore eyeing down his receiver the entire way. That's an easy, an easy interception, probably the easiest one of the year for Tyler Kennedy. And as you mentioned, Lee Scott right back in business. Just three yards out of the red zone. Hand off to J.J. Myers. Picks up a block. Lee's out in front of him. Misses one and an arm tackle out on the edge. But J.J. Myers takes Lee Scott down to the 10. And inside the Byron Smokehouse breakfast red zone. Byron Smokehouse, an Auburn tradition for over 30 years. Again, you see that Lee Scott offense just rolling. I think that rhythm that we talked about earlier, I think that's been found. And once again, we talk about it. We're giving praise to the big men up front. They, they deserve it. Absolutely. Lee up there leading the charge once again. Look to be John Henley Tatum on the tackle for Monroe. Might need to start giving out pizzas for pancakes. It's a handoff to Parker right up the left. Cuts back up the middle. Hard tackle into the side. And he's going to be tackled just short of the goal line. We'll see where they officially mark him. He can't be about a more on the one or two yard line. They're going to say it's first and goal from the one. And they bring J.J. Myers back into the ball game. Any question on who gets the football here? 4.25 to go, clock counting down. Lee Scott looking to extend a 21-0 lead. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. J.J. off the hip of the quarterback, Pelzer Reese, straight up the middle, spins into the end zone. Touchdown, Warriors. J.J. Myers gets his second touchdown of the night, and Lee Scott in control here late in the second quarter. And you can see that Warrior offensive line just wearing down the Monroe front four. Not much of a fight given there. I think J.J. could have walked into the end zone directly in front of him. I mean, the, the push from that one-yard line, all four of the Monroe defensive front four were in the end zone from that offensive push. And as we await this extra point, it's crazy. That might have been the, uh, the longest offensive drive for at least Scott's <laughs> day, and I don't think it hit the two-minute mark. Matt Relator out to attempt the PAT once again. The snap, the hold, kicks the laces once again, but it's up, and it is good by Matt Relator. 28-0 is our score. Lee Scott in control, as I mentioned, over Monroe with 4-12 to go. We're going to keep it right here on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Tonight's game brought to you by Auburn Express Towing. Whether you're having car trouble in an accident or you own a business and need a car moved, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. 
Lee Scott with a 28-0 lead over the visiting Monroe Volunteers. All four touchdowns have been in this second quarter. And it's been impressive for Lee Scott. They've done it on special teams. They've done it on offense. But really, they've stepped up and ramped up the defensive pressure here in this second quarter to hold Monroe scoreless, no momentum on offense, and to allow Lee Scott to score 28 points. And we'll talk about all of that in the Orthopedic Clinic halftime report coming up in just four minutes and 12 seconds of game time. So be sure you stay tuned for that. Christian and I will break down this first half, preview the second half coming up here on AU100, AU100FM.com in the AU. 100 app. Relator tees it up, ready to go. Lee Scott kicking left to right across the LSA logo at midfield. And a little bit of a higher kick, and Monroe lets it go. Hits in the middle of the end zone and rolls out of the back for a touchback once again. While we have a little break in the action, we'll take a look at the team across town. Auburn High giving up two first quarter touchdowns, trailing Enterprise 14 to nothing. Wow. Halfway through that second quarter. So the Tigers blanked so far through a quarter and a half. Make sure you're flipping back and forth, folks. That game over on Wings 94.3. That's 94.3 on your radio dial and wingsfm.com. Back in the first quarter, uh, Jack Hutton, a good buddy of mine and part of that uh, Auburn High School Sports Network radio crew, got to interview DeMarcus Ware, who's on the sidelines tonight being honored by Auburn High School after being inducted in the NFL Hall of Fame. And another high snap for Monroe. Quarterback Kilgore able to jump on top of it back inside the 10, right around the 5. That's been a huge problem for Monroe all night long. The center just can't get the ball in the hands of the quarterback. He's running all over the place trying to get the football and a big loss on first down. A momentum killer if you had any at all if you're Monroe. Yeah, trying to salvage what you can right now. You think that that would be something that they're working on on that sideline, just working on feeling comfortable getting the snaps again. You wonder how long it'll, t- how long it'll take until Monroe decides to go under center. For the remainder of the contest because all of these are happening in shotgun. Loss of 14 on the first down play because the snap went over the quarterback's head. 24 yards to gain on this second down play from their own six-yard line. Lee Scott's got to smell blood on defense. Hand off to the running back up the right side. Barrels over a man. Bounces off of him and finds a way to get out near the 15-yard line. Got to be marked right around the 13-yard line. So able to give themselves a little bit of space on the carry for Monroe. Third on the carry, down by Jake White. Once again, we see that third down way behind the sticks. Monroe Academy started three of five on third down. Since then, 0 for 4. It seems like that Lee Scott defense is locking down here. We'll see if the balls come up throwing on a third and 16 from their own 12. 2.45 to go in this first half. They trail Lee Scott 28-0 here at Judd Scott Field. Play clock down to one. They didn't get it off. It hit zero, but they're going to let it go anyway. Hand off to the left. A hold on the left side. Didn't get the call and brought down and not much momentum there. Tackle made by a few players. Bank Sims for Lee Scott was there to make the play along with Charlie Lloyd for Lee Scott. I think Lee Scott's going to wisely take a timeout. Try and save those two. Use those final 225. Try and put the ball in the end zone before getting that second half kickoff as well. 225 to go. Timeout on the field. We'll we'll take a quick 30-second break here. When we come back, Lee Scott looking to get the football and put another touchdown on the board before halftime. Stay tuned. Lee Scott football continues in a moment. The Goosh Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. 
Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gougecenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. You're listening to the home of Lee Scott Academy Athletics, AU100. Now back to the action. The Volunteers of Monroe come out in a punt formation on 4th and 14 from their own 17. Two Lee Scott Warriors back in coverage. Heels parked on the 45-yard line. We'll see if they mistake it and punt it to Jake White. And they do not. And fumble on the play. Comes up at the 40-yard line. Had it in the hands. It looks like Monroe comes up with it. And they do. So all in all, after the fumble on the punt, Monroe goes from their own 17 to their own 40. And it was Jake White. Apologies. He had his hands on the football, dropped it, and comes to the sidelines in frustration. But they're going to put him back out there on defense. And so all in all, Monroe gets a, gets a nice gain after that. They're on their own 40-yard line with 2.17 to go in this first half. Not too many mistakes for Lee Scott so far. We saw that one with Pelzer bobbling the snap. But other than that, it's been relatively clean up until that fumble right there. Hoping to keep Monroe off the scoreboard before halftime. Kilgore, handoff to the right side, cuts it back up the middle, has got a hole, and just gets tackled at the 50-yard line. Good ankle tackle for Lee Scott, trying to get an official number on him. Third on the carry. And it looked to be... Hutchins Blomeyer who got the ankle tackle it was it was Hutchins if he didn't make that tackle right there at the LSA logo he was gone for six for Monroe he was a great great open field tackle there needs a breather but once again a great tackle there on first down quarterback Kilgore looking to throw steps up in the pocket gets flushed out breaks one tackle jukes out of another tackle rolls out to his right throws it to his receiver right at the 45 yard line falls incomplete falls out of bounds and a good play from Kilgore the quarterback but couldn't find an empty an open man and it falls incomplete wasn't necessarily a sack served just as equal to one that coverage great there and credit to that Lee Scott front four on the defensive side of the ball I don't know if we I don't know if Kilgore has dropped back and thrown the ball on both of his feet so far tonight seems like he's having to scramble and try and make something with his feet second and ten right at midfield for Monroe moving right to left 147 to go they trail your Lee Scott Warriors 28 nothing trying to get some points on the board before the half a little End around, they hand it off to the middle. They fake the runner out to the right, hand it up the middle. Lee Scott was not fooled. Pickup of maybe two on the play, and the clock runs with 135. It's such an interesting offense to look at because it almost appears like a shotgun triple option. Like you're not seeing the motion, you're not seeing the under center, but with how far out the the receiver runs out, just totally misdirections with everything. It really does appear like some sort of shotgun triple option play. But everything's so compact for Monroe. That's the problem. They're not, there's no space for them, so they're just so compact. And there it is again, a handoff straight up the middle, cuts back, a broken tackle. It's a one-on-one play and dragged down from behind. Another touchdown saving tackle at the 30-yard line. Looked to be number two, Charlie Lloyd, who is on the tack- was in on the tackle for Lee Scott. That, as we mentioned, as we're talking about not enough space they find a hole up in that Lee Scott defensive front and it's a first and 10 from the 29 with a minute 106 to play and Monroe is in scoring position 
Under a minute to play. Clock counts down. Kilgore drops back to pass. Looking left the entire way. Slings it one-on-one coverage off the hands of his receiver. Intended. Trying to get the number on him. Intended for Caleb Nall. And broken up by Charlie Lloyd for Lee Scott. Clock will stop with 50.9. A good play. Good looking pass. And it hit the hands of the receiver Nall from Monroe. Just couldn't come up with it. Yeah, great play there from Charlie Lloyd. As you mentioned, getting his hand on the ball as soon as it made contact with Caleb Nall. A big play there, too, because that would have put them right around the 10-yard line. Kilgore in shotgun once again, running back to his left, puts it in his chest, cuts back up the middle, can't get anywhere, a good ankle tackle once again. It was Sam Jackson, the junior, for Lee Scott on the play. And timeout Monroe with 44.6 to play as they have a third and now long. See where they officially mark this football. Looks to be right about the 29, 28 yard line. It is the 28, third and eight. We're going to keep it right here on AU100 with 44.6 to go. Let's do this. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to Lee Scott Football on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. AU100 is WAUE and WAUEHD Waverly, Auburn, and Opelika, and the home of Lee Scott Academy Athletics on the Lee Scott Sports Network. 44.6 to go here in the first half in the second quarter between your Lee Scott Warriors and the Monroe Volunteers. I'm Jacob Goins. He's Christian Griffin with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic here on AU100, AU100FM.com, and the AU100 app. Lee Scott holds a 28-0 lead over Monroe, but the Volunteers with a third and eight from the Lee Scott 28 Warriors trying to pin their ears back on defense and pitch the shutout and a false start on the Volunteers. They'll walk the other way. On the yeah, tried to run a little quick huddle. Quick snap coming right off the timeout. And it did not look like they were all set. They all do this. They all, they all kind of stand at the line and all at one time put their hand on the ground. And I don't think all of them were set when Kilgore called for the snap. So what was a third and eight will now be a third and 13 for Monroe. Moves them back from the 28-yard line to the 33-yard line, 44.6 to go. We'll see if Kilgore comes up throwing again. They've been a little bit more aggressive on this drive here near the end of the second quarter, trying to avoid the shutout in the first half. Kilgore drops back to pass, looking left the whole way, pump fake, steps in the pocket, nowhere to go, flushes out to the left, and sacked at the 40-yard line. Comes running off the field, does Jackson Lee. We've called his name a lot tonight on both sides of the football and chased him down from behind. Big play for the big fella. Yeah, what a play there from the big man. Deserving all the love so far, creating blocks, allowing the Warriors to get into the end zone and getting a highlight of his own, an actual stat highlight of his own, getting that big sack on third down, completely putting Monroe out of field goal range. Timeout again for Monroe on fourth and 13. Should be more than that after the loss on the play. We'll see what the official marking is, but 34.2 seconds to go, and again, we'll keep it right here on the Lee Scott Sports Network. 
Reminder to stay with us for the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report. The Orthopedic Clinic East Alabama's go-to center for orthopedic care with locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you on the web at theorthoclinic.com. We'll recap what has been an exciting second quarter, if you will. First quarter not as exciting with a 0-0 score, but 28 points by your Lee Scott Warriors here in this second quarter. We'll recap this and get you ready for the second half between your Lee Scott Warriors and the Monroe Volunteers. Beautiful night for football. The rain has evaded us so far as the lights are on. Good turnout for Monroe on the far side, but a great turnout for Lee Scott here on the home side of Judd Scott Field as the calendar has flipped to September as it's a screenplay. No, they're going to throw it down the field. Does the receiver. He shoved off the defender. No flag that falls incomplete. It was intended for number one. Ty, um, it was Ty Turberville. For Monroe, he just slung the Lee Scott defender out of the way. It was a little play-action pass, throw over to the receiver, roll out, throw it deep. And just baffled there was no no flag, but it was a fourth down play, so it's a turnover on downs. And Lee Scott, I guess you'd rather there not be the flag, and you just take the incompletion and move on with the first and ten at the 40-yard line. It's a questionable call, though, because now Lee Scott has 26 seconds and two timeouts. We've seen chunk play after chunk play on the run. We'll see what they could do here, trying to get in field goal range before the end of the half. And bring a man in motion. It's Jake White from left to right. Fake it to him. Delayed handoff to J.J. Rolls off to the light. Off to the left. Nobody's home from Monroe. Gets across the 50. Flag in the play. He cuts back to the middle. It's going to come back. J.J. Myers gets all the way to the end zone. It's a touchdown for now. But I think it's going to come back on Lee Scott. We'll hold off on the call and see what it is. A beautiful run from running back J.J. Myers. Just outran everybody. Nobody in in a 50-yard radius of the senior running back, but unfortunately I think it's going to come back on Lee Scott. Yeah, unfortunately, if you're that receiver, you can't see the play developing behind you. Obviously, with that counter coming back, it's coming back to your side, but you don't know where J.J. Myers is on that handoff. The hold was not necessary. I think J.J. would have been able to make a miss or cut back up to the middle of the field, but again, being that receiver, you can't tell where the ball carrier is, so he's just trying to make that block for him. Unfortunately, Gets called for the holding penalty. And not only do you lose the touchdown, you lose half the time on the clock. You went from 26 seconds now down to 12.3. Well, one thing that should be looked at, too, is that holding penalty should be looked, should be taken from where the spot of the foul Correct. was. Correct. So Lee Scott should have the ball right around midfield because the play happened right around the 35 or the 40. And I think they just realized it as they're going to run. They had them back at the 30-something yard yeah. line, and now they're moving them all the way back to the Monroe side of the field. Again, some more confusion. But they're going to put the ball where the penalty was, and then you should move 10 yards back. But it looks like they're placing the ball right where the penalty was initially, which we will not correct them for that because now we're in field goal range. There we go. Now they're, now they're moving it back 10 more yards. And as you mentioned, I think the thing that hurts them the most, obviously, other than the touchdown being negated, was that over 15 seconds were taken off that play clock. And it was a beautiful run by J.J. Myers. That would have been his third of this first half, and he just you can see the skill that he has in the vision of the field. But here's Pelzer Reeves coming up the throw. Down the left side, he had Jake White wide open and just overthrew him, led him down the sideline. Don't think that was Jake White's intention. He was going to catch it and run. Pelzer wanted to lead him down the sideline, and it falls incomplete. Second down for the Warriors, 9.4 to play in the first half. Looked like a little bit of a miscommunication. I think Pelzer thought Jake White was running a five-yard hitch, and Jake ran a three-yard hitch throw it right to that outside shoulder rather than the inside shoulder. So an incompletion there. Warriors look to see if they can get one more play and call a quick timeout. 
to try and get Relator one more kick at the end, or one more kick. We'll try and space the field here, try and work the ball to the sideline. See if he can get out of bounds. If not, call that timeout. Hand off to J.J. Myers up the middle. Man wraps him up on his waist, dragging him 10 yards, and he gets down right at the cross the 30. And Buster go. Daniel calls a timeout with three seconds left on the clock. A beautiful run by J.J. Myers. Picks up about eight on the play. And Matt Relator is going to come in and try to put this through the uprights to make it a 31-0 lead for Lee Scott. And perfectly done by that Lee Scott offense. Completely flipping the field in just under 30 seconds just to give your kicker a chance at increasing this lead before the halftime break. And while we have a little bit of a break, college football is finally upon us. I think we yes. have both extremely excited Thursday games kicked it off with Florida and Utah as well as what we both agreed was the game of the night in that Minnesota-Nebraska game. A couple games going on tonight. Eastern Michigan leading Howard 30-23 to halfway through the third quarter. And officially, I think the University of Miami, Florida, is is truly the Miami now as they Darn. lead. Miami of Ohio, 16-3 right at the start of the third quarter. Georgia Tech with an eight-point lead over Louisville right before the halftime break. This kick from Matt Relator. Ball is on the 27-yard line. And so he'll be kicking left to right on your radio dial. Three seconds, so this will be the final play of the half. Lee Scott looking to extend a 28 Nothing lead. Couple of defenders back from Monroe in case this thing falls short, but I think they forgot who's kicking this football. It's officially a 42-yarder. Kick is up. It's got the leg. Beautiful. And it's good. Matt Relator, Mr. Automatic for Lee Scott, the 42-yarder. And it's 31-0 Lee Scott as the Warriors head up the hill to the locker rooms for halftime. Beautiful play, beautiful drive there for Lee Scott to end the first half. And it's all Warriors here in Auburn, Alabama. Stay tuned. The Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report is next on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Bending, stretching, walking. The simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain. When that happens, the Orthopedic Clinic is here to help. The Orthopedic Clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring services, from total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs, physical therapy, and sports medicine. With offices conveniently located in Auburn and Opelika, the Orthopedic Clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion. Visit theorthoclinic.com to schedule your appointment today. Every sports team has a glue guy, the unsung hero that does the dirty work. Society's glue guys are towing companies. Whether your car is in an accident or you own a business and need a vehicle moved, we all need tow trucks. When you need one, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. AET specializes in parking lot and private property towing in Auburn. Call 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. September is National Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. Troy Bank & Trust is inviting you to go gold with us by participating in our annual Banking on a Cure Blood Drive. We do this in memory and in honor of all the brave children and their families who have fought and continue to fight this disease. This year's Banking on a Cure Blood Drive will be held Friday, September 29th from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. at our Tigertown location, 2701 Frederick Road, Suite 101 in Opelika. Look for the Life South Blood Mobile. Just one donation can save up to three lives. Go gold with us. We're Banking on a Cure. The Gouge Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. 
Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gougecenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-T-I-X-S. Lee Scott Warrior Football lives here. This is the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Show on the Lee Scott Sports Network. At the half between your Lee Scott Warriors and the visiting Monroe Volunteers, it's all Lee Scott here through two quarters at Judd Scott Field. 31 to nothing is our score. Lee Scott, the good guys on top here at home. I'm Jacob Goins. He's Christian Griffin with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. And this is the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report. The Orthopedic Clinic, East Alabama's go-to center for orthopedic care with locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you on the web at theorthoclinic.com. 31 to nothing is our score, and if you look at that, you say, wow, what a great first half for Lee Scott, but more realistically, Christian, what a good second quarter it was for Lee Scott because we were scoreless after the first 12 minutes, or after the first quarter, and then Lee Scott came out firing on all cylinders in that second quarter. Yeah, three plays for the Lee Scott offense was all that they saw in that first quarter. The bad punt snap turned into a touchdown Three and out later, and just like that, that Lee Scott offense took off. I think the, the thing that we talked about on the very first drive for Lee Scott was they came out throwing the ball, which raised a couple of eyebrows from us here in the booth, and I'm sure as well as the fans. That second drive, I think they figured it out. They said, you know what, we're going to run behind the big boys, and it worked to a great success throughout that second quarter. Here's your breakdown of the touchdowns for Lee Scott so far in this first half. It was a punt recovery for a touchdown off a high snap. Monroe had it deep in their territory inside the 20. A high snap went all the way to the end zone and about four Lee Scott Warriors jumped on top of it and scored the first touchdown of the game. Then it was a Bank Sims touchdown run. Then a J.J. Myers touchdown run. Tyler Kennedy had an interception to set up another J.J. Myers run from the one yard line who uh, he found a body and uh, took a body with him as he barreled into the end zone for that touchdown. His second of that first half. Had another one, but got called back from a holding. Uh, It was a legitimate holding call, too. It's an unfortunate play, but it did set up the opportunity for kicker Matt Relator, the senior, one of the best players on this football team, to end the half with a 42-yard field goal. That was good from about 55 yards. So Matt Relator puts it through, and that's how we get to a 31-0 lead for Lee Scott over Monroe here in the first half. This is the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report. Orthopedic Clinic, East Alabama's go-to center for orthopedic care with locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you on the web at theorthoclinic.com. What'd you like in that first half, Christian, that Lee Scott did? They slow start, but they really picked it up. What'd you like from that first half? Tell you what, I like the big boys up front, both on the offensive and defensive side of the ball. Starting on that defensive side, I again, we mentioned it before, I don't know if it was maybe once or twice that quarterback Cooper Kilgore was able to set his feet and throw the ball down the field to an intended receiver. It seems like every single time he was on the run trying to scramble and that court that forced that interception late in the half that led to another score and offensively we mentioned their names a couple times jackson lee max shiver all those guys up front just leading the way creating huge holes that either of us could run through and score and we saw those turn into easy easy touchdowns uh for lee scott here in that second quarter you're giving me a lot of credit there on that part do you think i could run through that i, don't I do know. I, I, it's more credit to the lee scott <laughs> offensive line than you you better I know believe there's it. a lot of for you to get through that hole. That's right. Well, look, they, they did a fantastic job. And you know the offensive line is doing good and doing a good job blocking when it's just 
visible. Like yes. when it is just full on visible that they're making the plays, that they're out from their just, you know, because you've got your line of scrimmage, right? You've got where they line up originally, but when they're getting out and they're hustling and you see the arms pumping and you see the high knees coming out and they're seeking a body and making the correct blocks, look, J.J. Myers, Jake White, Tyler Kennedy, they all look great running the football, but you've given a lot of credit to this offensive line and they're doing such a good job that's got to make this entire coaching staff, including head coach Buster Daniel, really, really happy. Well, it's one of those things we've seen a couple of times. As you mentioned, it's not just three or four yards in, in a first down. It is chunk play after chunk play and what we've seen numerous times is that counter that little bit of misdirection not too much but you get a couple offensive linemen going one way the counter goes back the other way and it is wide open we saw it here they didn't even decide to throw the ball they chose to run a counter here with jay um who are you JJ looking for Myers. There we oh, go. okay <laughs> okay trying to figure out who had that touchdown called back but oh, yeah, we oh saw okay <laughs> We saw that they decided to run that counter rather than try and put the ball in the air because that counter is working so effectively. And as you mentioned, those big guys able to get out out off the line of scrimmage and get to those, line, those linebackers and seal a block wide open holes for the running backs. Monroe started out this football game with the, they got the ball. They won the coin toss. They got the football. And they had a... They had a great starting drive. It stalled in Lee Scott territory, and other than that, they haven't done anything hardly offensively. What happened to Monroe? I think it's just one of those things where if you're Coach Osmond and that defensive front, you realize what they're going to run, and you say, hey, all right, you're going to run it till we stop you here. We stop you, counter back. And that's exactly what they've, exactly, exactly what Lee Scott has done, and Monroe hasn't been able to answer. Monroe's been behind the sticks on multiple first downs, second downs, and even third downs, and that defensive secondary has capitalized on all of those in, uh, uncomfortabilities from that Monroe offense. Well, their third down conversion rate was fantastic to start this yeah, football three game. Three for five to start with, and zero for five since. So. Yeah. But all I think, three of those were on the first drive as well. Sorry. I think that's a huge – no, no, you're good. I think it's a huge story in that first half is they started out hot. Lee Scott adjusted on defense. We talked with uh, defensive coach Osmond before the game talking about the alignment issues back in week one. Haven't seen that too often. Lee Scott's been lined up properly. They've been ready to go, and they have really stalled this Monroe offense in its tracks during that first half. And that has led to a 31 to nothing shutout through two quarters with two more to go here at Judd Scott Field. Lee Scott on top of Monroe, 31 to nothing here at home. When we come back, the Orthopedic Clinic halftime report will continue. We'll tell you what Lee Scott's got to do to hold on to this 31 nothing lead and maybe start a little game prep for Morgan coming up next week here at Judd Scott Field. This is the Orthopedic Clinic halftime report. The Orthopedic Clinic, East Alabama's go-to center for orthopedic care with locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you on the web at the Ortho Clinic. Clinic.com. The Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report continues in a moment here on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is Auburn's hometown home center. With top brands and an easy-to-use drive through lumber yard, we have what you need to get the job done. Russell Building Supply, East University Drive in Auburn. Become a Russell Rewards member. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. Looking to earn more.
more for your money? Four Seasons Federal Credit Union is offering a seven-month CD at an annual percentage yield of 5.64% and a 13-month CD at an annual percentage yield of 5.38%. Four Seasons Federal Credit Union is the financial institution for you with two local branches and over 5,500 co-op share branches worldwide. This promotion is for new deposits only with $2,500 minimum. Membership eligibility required. Accounts are federally insured by the National Credit Union Administration. Contact us for more details. Bending, stretching, walking. The simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain. When that happens, the Orthopedic Clinic is here to help. The Orthopedic Clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring services, from total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs, physical therapy, and sports medicine. With offices conveniently located in Auburn and Opelika, the Orthopedic Clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion. Visit theorthoclinic.com to schedule your appointment today. Every sports team has a glue guy, the unsung hero that does the dirty work. Society's glue guys are towing companies. Whether your car is in an accident or you own a business and need a vehicle moved, we all need tow trucks. When you need one, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. AET specializes in parking lot and private property towing in Auburn. Call 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. The Goosh Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gooshcenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. Game action is brought to you by Auburn Express Towing. Now, back to the action. This is the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report. The Orthopedic Clinic East Alabama's go-to center for orthopedic care with locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you on the web at theorthoclinic.com. My name is Jacob Goins, voice of the Lee Scott Warriors. My color commentator is Christian Griffin with me here in the booth here at Judd Scott Field as the Warrior Band and the cheerleaders and, and the color guard, everybody out there performing, doing a fantastic job for the halftime show as we continue on with the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report. We talk Talked about what we liked in that first half, Christian, but what do you want to see from Lee Scott in this second half? They have a 31-0 lead. If, if, you, if you just keep doing what you're doing, good things are going to happen, and you're more than likely going to win this football game. But how do you avoid Monroe building any momentum, and how do you continue to build for yourself and moving forward for the opponents on your schedule? Well, I think the easiest thing and the thing you want to avoid saying is to keep doing what you're doing. That sounds so simple, but it's obviously much more complicated, especially with second half adjustments but to be honest with you just keep the keep the ground game running keep running behind those big men until they counter and make a response I don't think you change up anything to be honest with you yeah I mean you, you, you've seen a few things I'd like to see Pelzer throw the football a little bit better he had a few throws where uh, miscommunication with the wide receivers yeah. especially there near the end of the first half with Jake White who uh, ran uh, stopped a little bit shorter than Pelzer thought he was going to haven't seen Pelzer throw it a whole lot hasn't really had to but um, you know we had the back in the first game against Chambers he had a really good a couple of throws on that drive that put them up 14 uh, 14 nothing including the one in the goal line back in that first game so 
I'd really like to see Pelzer Reeves throw it around a little bit more, but how much are you going to see that in a 31 nothing ball game? I'm not really sure. But maybe some different names running the football outside of J.J. Myers and Tyler Kennedy and just keep pounding the rock because that's what Lee Scott does so well. Yeah, obviously talking about Pelzer, he's not going to have to throw the ball. I feel like you could avoid throwing the ball for the remainder of the second half and you'll be okay. But just for Pelzer getting comfortable even more, feeling out his receivers, getting comfortable with the play calling and that offense could be really important going into next week. Lee Scott holds a 31-0 lead over the visiting Monroe Academy Volunteers. You got a score update on the Auburn High Enterprise game across town. Yeah, so it was 14-0 at the end of one. Auburn High rallied back to score 10 in the second quarter. Kept Enterprise off the board in that second quarter. So Enterprise leading 14-10 at the halftime break. Well, there you go. So we'll see if the Auburn High School Tigers can make a comeback in their first home game of the season. One of only four that, lead, that uh, Auburn High gets at home this year. So uh, got the short end of a stick there on a, on a few deals. But Auburn High trailing by four at the half to Enterprise across town. But Lee Scott, no problem so far with Monroe. They lead 31 to nothing at the half. And the second half will begin when we come back as this wraps up the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report. The Orthopedic Clinic East Alabama's go-to center for orthopedic care with locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you on the web at theorthoclinic.com. A couple of reminders that tonight's game is presented by Auburn Express Towing. Whether you're having car trouble in an accident or you own a business and need a car moved, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. Also, if you want to flip over and uh, check out that Auburn High School game, we don't want you to go for too long, but you can go check out the score with Scott Bagwell, Rob Pate, and Jack Hutton over on Wings94.3, wingsfm.com, and the Wings FM app. Also going on tomorrow on Wings94.3. In case you missed it, Wings and us, all of our stations at Auburn Network, we are now the official local flagship stations for the Auburn Sports Network. And, of course, Auburn University football getting underway tomorrow, and it's a full day. Day of coverage on Wings 94.3 and WingsFM.com. Auburn getting started versus UMass over at Jordan-Hare Stadium. And you can catch a full day of coverage that begins at 10.30 a.m. with game day on Wings 94.3 with Uncle T-Bone, Wade Bennett, and Jack Hutton. That'll start at 10.30, a one-hour call-in show as those two guys will uh, preview all the biggest games coming up in college football for the season, including that Auburn and UMass matchup. Leads right into the Tiger Tailgate Show with Andy Burcham and Brad Law, and all of the guys at the Auburn Sports Network, their three-hour pregame show that feeds you right into kickoff at 2.30 between Auburn and UMass. Again, that is all on your new home for the Auburn Football Tigers, Wings 94.3 and WingsFM.com. When we come back, Lee Scott looks to extend on their 31-0 lead. Coming out of the half, they'll get the football to start here at Judd Scott Field. And this has been the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report. The Orthopedic Clinic sponsors the Lee Scott Sports Network as well. We'll have the third quarter start for you here on AU100. When we come back, this is Lee Scott Football on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Bending, stretching, walking. The simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain. When that happens, the Orthopedic Clinic is here to help. The Orthopedic Clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring services, from total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs, physical therapy, and sports medicine. With offices conveniently located in Auburn and Opelika, the Orthopedic Clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion. Visit theorthoclinic.com to schedule your appointment today. 
September is National Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. Troy Bank and Trust is inviting you to go gold with us by participating in our annual Banking on a Cure Blood Drive. We do this in memory and in honor of all the brave children and their families who have fought and continue to fight this disease. This year's Banking on a Cure Blood Drive will be held Friday, September 29th from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. at our Tigertown location, 2701 Frederick Road, Suite 101 in Opelika. Look for the Life South Blood Mobile. Just one donation can save up to three lives. Go gold with us. We're Banking on a Cure. Come in and get it out of your system. The Car Stereo Shop. Hey, it's Steve from the Car Stereo Shop in Auburn, and yes, we are still in Auburn, right behind CTU. Our new address is 1823 Opelika Road. Turn in between Badcock Furniture and CTU, and you will be looking at us. Newer, bigger, better location, but the same great customer service. Come see us at 1823 Opelika Road or call us at 887-8422. This is Zach Alsterbrook with Alsterbrook Law Group, specializing in family law, criminal defense, DUI, and personal injury. Alsterbrook Law Group can help you. 114 North Knight Street in downtown Opelika, serving Lee County and the surrounding areas for over 10 years. Remember, if you want someone that has your back, call Zach. 737-3718. Big city experience, small town values. Alsterbrook Law Group. No representation has made that the quality of services to be performed is the greater than the quality of legal services performed by other lawyers. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is Auburn's hometown home center. With top brands and an easy-to-use drive-through lumberyard, we have what you need to get the job done. Russell Building Supply, East University Drive in Auburn. Become a Russell Rewards member. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. Every sports team has a glue guy, the unsung hero that does the dirty work. Society's glue guys are towing companies. Whether your car is in an accident or you own a business and need a vehicle moved, we all need tow trucks. When you need one, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. AET specializes in parking lot and private property towing in Auburn. Call 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. Action is brought to you by Auburn Express Towing. Now, back to the action. As we get you ready for the start of the third quarter, Lee Scott with a commanding 31-0 lead over the Monroe Academy Volunteers. I'm Jacob Goins. He is Christian Griffin with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network. Presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. We'll see what the strategy is here. For Lee Scott with a 31-0 lead. You've got two quarters down and two to go. This is a game Lee Scott won 45 to nothing last year. And on pace to do just that once again. Here in this matchup in 2023. Monroe started the game with the football, so Lee Scott will start the second half. With the football, Monroe, a little squib, onside attempt maybe, that gets back to the 30-yard line, picked up by Jake White. He's going to reverse field off to the right towards the Monroe sideline, shakes one defender, a stiff arm down to the 40, and is finally taken down by a few Monroe defenders. And again, I think that that shows the respect 
For both guys that Lee Scott's putting back there, because even a squib kick, Lee Scott's getting the ball the 40-plus yard line. So Lee Scott will start with the football in a 31-0 lead as we get this third quarter underway, moving right to left on your radio dial. First and 10 from their own 38-yard line. And it's a run up the middle on first down. Good pickup of about seven or eight for J.J. Myers. J.J. Myers on the carry. Brought down by West. Again, picking up right where you left off. Another big play right up the middle. Not surprising for this Lee Scott team. We we talked about it. They run the football better than anybody in this league. What's the, the official term? Is it bully ball? Or we bully ball. I love it. Love it. Pelzer comes up, handoff to J.J. out here. No, it's Tyler Kennedy, excuse me, out here on the near side. Lowers his shoulder, barrels through one, and taking down the backup defender was number 10 for Monroe Academy, Brian Baggett, for, for the Vols. But a first down, enough on the carry, and Lee Scott moves the chains. And I love that from Kennedy, bouncing the ball outside. But as soon as you get that seam busted up, get that first down, rather than try, rather than try to go east and west, trying to make a man miss, just lower your head and get that first down, get a fresh set of downs. A little bit of a breeze coming into the press box here from the far sideline to the near sideline. Pelzer in the shotgun, comes up, throws a screen out to Jake White immediately on the far side. Got a big one-on-one -on -one battle here. Jake White runs over a man. He ran past a few, ran over another one. At the 30-yard line, and was popped out of bounds. Run out by Cooper Webb. See where the official marker is. Way enough for the first down. Lee Scott moving quickly on offense. First down looks to be right at the 20-yard line. Maybe the 21. They're going to mark it at the 21. So right outside of the red zone, Lee Scott. Wasting no time here opening up the second half. Pels are in the shotgun. Turn. Handed off. Straight up the gut. J.J. misses the tackle. Breaks off. Another one slips on the turf. It was a nice hit at the ankles for Monroe. But J.J. got away from it but just slipped in the wet turf. And a nice play to prevent a touchdown from Cooper West once again. Yeah, J.J. one, one broken tackle away from adding on to having his third touchdown of tonight's contest that does move Lee Scott inside the red zone that's the Byron Smokehouse breakfast red zone Byron Smokehouse and Arbor tradition for over 30 years it's Parker right in the backfield he gets the handoff has a couple blocks out to his right spins up the middle but unable to break away from a tackle picks up a few on the second down run should be enough for a first down and it is and again we haven't seen anything fancy four runs one pass, that pass just being a little slip screen. But the success of that offense and getting those one-on-one -on -one matchups with the backs, with the running backs and the defensive backs, as well as Jake White on that screen. Warriors right back in business looking to pound it into the end zone. Ball placed on the far hash mark. Two receivers out to the right, two spread out to the left. Jake White comes in motion. They fake it to him, hand off to J.J. up the middle. Breaks off an ankle tackle, fighting to get to the goal line. Can't quite get there. And he's about as close as you can get. You can hear the breeze coming in just a little bit on the first and goal carry from the six. 9.20 to go here in this third quarter. Lee Scott with a 31-0 lead and threatening to extend it here. We Looks talk, to be a second and goal from the one. Go ahead, partner. We talk about that misdirection working for Lee Scott. Second and goal. Monroe had two defenders in that backfield, but both of them went with Jake White. 
on that slip screen and are out for that big first down run. Jake White out to the right, has a receiver out as well. One to the left, it's Tyler Kennedy gets the inside handoff. And he's in for the touchdown. Had to fight for it, a delayed call, but he's able to fall across the goal line. Touchdown, Lee Scott. Tyler Kennedy has his second of the night, or his first of the night, excuse me, and that's another touchdown for the Warriors. 37-0 Lee Scott here in the third. That's exactly what you want to see if you're Lee Scott. Go into halftime. Your biggest fear is that your offense is going to take their foot off the gas. They did not. Kept it on the accelerator. A nice drive consisting of just over three minutes, and they found their way into the end zone for the fourth time tonight on the offensive side of the football. Matt Relator comes in and kicks it into the woods. 38-0 Lee Scott. It's all Warriors here at Judd Scott Field with 8.53 to go in the third quarter. We'll take a break and be right back on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Come in and get it out of your system. The Car Stereo Shop. Hey, it's Steve from the Car Stereo Shop in Auburn, and yes, we are still in Auburn, right behind CTU. Our new address is 1823 Opelika Road. Turn in between Badcock Furniture and CTU, and you will be looking at us. Newer, bigger, better location, but the same great customer service. Come see us at 1823 Opelika Road or call us at 887-8422. of Lee Scott wasted no time to open up the second half and it's now 38-0 Lee Scott over Monroe here at Judd Scott Field. We appreciate you all tuning in here on AU100, AU100FM.com and the AU100 app. Jacob Goins alongside me is Christian Griffin in the booth at Judd Scott Field as the Warriors have full control here in week three of the season, but the second game of the year for the Warriors as Matt Relator kicks it into the back of the end zone once again. And another touchback for the Warriors. We'll see what that Monroe offense decides to do. As we mentioned, a six-and-a-half-minute drive that only found themselves to that Lee Scott midfield. But other than that, nothing going for the remainder of the half. Looking to see if there are any halftime adjustments made on that offensive side of the football and one of the big question marks that we had was they're as a heavy of a run team they are they're in shotgun a lot and it hasn't led to much success with those high snaps do you expect to see something change are you do you see them under center more often or do you think they keep with that offense i don't know we're gonna have to, i mean you would think try something different or even maybe a direct snap to a running back or a receiver or something but it is kilgore the quarterback in shotgun once again has a Running back off of his right hip, another high snap, gets it to the chest of the running back, but Lee Scott has everybody there ready to go. Multiple players there. Tyler Kennedy, one of the guys there, but the main tackle was made by Christian Horak, number 33. And again, that's a perfect example right there. A high enough snap. It didn't get over the quarterback's head, but enough to mess up the timing of that handoff, and that Lee Scott front forward just blew it up before it even started. I know you weren't here this time last year, partner, but this feels like one of last year's games. 38-0 in the third quarter. Lee Scott just in control. Trying to get their first shutout of the season. Had a chance to do it against Chambers in week one and unable to do it, but trying to do it here as it's a handoff to the left side. Pickup of a couple on the second down carry. Going to be third and long for the Volunteers with eight minutes to go in this third quarter. 
Turberville on the carry. Brought down by number 25, Walker Fisher. Under eight to play, third quarter. Lee Scott, 38, Monroe, zero. Third and six officially for the Volunteers. Moving left to right on your radio dial on their own 24-yard line. Play clock has seven. They've, they've, they've definitely been using up that play clock quite a bit. As Kilgore in the shotgun gets the high snap once again. I say it all the time, but I'm not lying to you folks. And the handoff down Broadway with nowhere to go. down by Sam Jackson. And the quarterback, Kilgore, walks slowly to the sideline, comes back, maybe getting a play call. And the punt unit comes on to the field for the Volunteers as Jake White will make, he'll jog back and park his heels right around the 45-yard line on this side of midfield. We'll see if Jake White can get out and make something happen again on a punt return. He needs a touchdown tonight. Low kick. They kick it away. It looks like it's Parker right on the far side. Shakes off a defender. Can't do it on the other one. A couple there to recover. And Lee Scott will take over in Monroe territory across the 50. Walker Fisher on the return. We've got some late, late laundry. Lee Scott player. Yeah. Number 24, Sam Jackson, is walking back all the way to the 20-yard line to pick up his helmet. There's been some physicality in this game. From both sides, we've seen a lot of those just way away from the play, say, 20, even. 30 yards, just one-on-one -on -one battles that these guys have been going after. You love to see the competitiveness on both sides, but then, of course, when flags start flying is when you take it a little too far. Well, and it's one of those things, too, where if you're head coach, Buster Daniel, you're making sure that you're telling your team to stay composed. You have a 38-0 commanding lead. Nothing is worth your effort to do anything after the whistle that Monroe hasn't already done to themselves. So what was going to be a drive starting in Monroe territory will march Lee Scott all the way back. And it was unsportsmanlike conduct on Sam Jackson there. But again, going back to it, we had a plus for the Lee Scott offense, keeping your foot on the accelerator, find their way into the end zone, and a plus on the defensive side of the football force and a three and out. And just like that, Lee Scott offense has the ball once again. Good to see Miles Zachary, number five, jog back out there on the offensive side. A little quiet in that first half, got banged up, but is back on the field now. For Lee Scott, looks like we're going to get a change in footballs. Temperature not super hot, but still very humid here in Alabama as it is September 1st. We've avoided the rain, thank goodness, as Lee Scott does the quick huddle and rush to the line. And a handoff in the backfield. Monroe was all over it, and it is J.J. Myers. Unable to get back to the original line of scrimmage. Loss of three on the play for Lee Scott. Yeah, that play completely blown up by that Vol front four. Looked like a little QB read with Jake White and J.J. Evans. But I don't think who the ball carrier was. It was going to be a loss of yards regardless. Pelzer, the quarterback, back on the field for Lee Scott. Loss of three at second and 13 from their own 36 moving right to left Pelzer throwing all day screen to Jake White almost picked off he's able to snag it though and there goes Jake White he shows the speed past one almost breaks away it was another ankle tackle a touchdown saving tackle on the far side and Jake White's down across the 40 at the 37 38 yard line it was a one-on-one -on -one play tackle made by John Henley Tatum for Monroe 
Yeah, we've had a couple that could be touchdown saving tackles. That one, without a doubt, if Jake Wyatt breaks out of that ankle, ta ankle tackle, Relators run out on the field to kick that extra point. You can just see the speed and the danger he poses when he gets out in the open field. If you don't get a hand or a, a couple of hands and arms around him, he's going to beat you in open space. And he sets up a first and ten. Touched, or a timeout on the field with 5.49 to go. Lee Scott leads 38 nothing. We'll leave it right here on the Lee Scott Sports Network. Yeah, as you mentioned, getting Jake White in space, it's not even like you can have one guy there because more times than not, he's going to win that one-on-one -on -one battle at the line of scrimmage. And then all of a sudden, you're at a foot race with that safety. And luckily right there, John Hunter, I'm sorry, John Henley Tatum was able to make that tackle. If not, Warriors adding to that lead. And a risky throw, too, there, too. It could have been go it could have been six going the other way. It very well could have. If the defender gets his hands on it, he's gone. I mean, maybe not because Jake White may have chased him down and little, prevented it. But a little DK Metcalf chase down, I guess. Yeah, it absolutely <laughs> would have been. You're, you're definitely right about that. little look over across the other side of town. Enterprise leading Auburn 14-10 to 10 as they start that third quarter. That game being streamed on Wings 94.3. Yep, at wingsfm.com. Scott Bagwell, Rob Pate, Jack Hutton on the call over at Duck Sanford Stadium. So a first and 10 off the big Jake White run on the Monroe 38-yard line. Pelzer back to throw and threw it over the middle. It was... He had a man open way down deep down the field, but he threw it short over the middle right at the first down marker. It falls incomplete either way. Jake White, the intended receiver. Yeah, split Jake, split the receivers, Jake White. And I believe it was Harrison Short. Jake White running the seam, Harrison Short running that little dig route coming from the far side. And I don't think Pelzer ever saw him. No, not at all. Because Jake White broke free and a lob ball is six there, but nonetheless. A second down play for Pelzer Reeves. Broken play. Pelzer tried to throw the screen. Has to tuck and run up the middle. And able to get close to first down yardage. Had to hold on to the football. Almost lost it. Tackle made for Monroe by Brian Baggett, the senior linebacker. As you mentioned, Pelzer lucky to hang on to that football. Got about three or four yards down the field. When Baggett was making that tackle, tackle the ball actually popped up. Pelzer had to catch it on his face mask. Luckily able to reel it in while being tackled. The rotation of J.J. Myers and Tyler Kennedy continues. Myers out. Kennedy in on a third and one from the 29-yard line. With 4.40 to go in this third quarter, Lee Scott holds a 38-0 lead and threatening once again. Pelzer in the shotgun, hands it to Kennedy, finds a hole on the right side, tripped up, but able to pick up enough to move the chains for the Warriors. First down, Lee Scott. Play, play game, the first down. And again, it's nothing fancy. It's that counter. We've seen it time and time again. We sound like a broken record calling it, but it continues to, to work wonders for that Lee Scott offense. Lee Scott not worried about a blowout here. They're looking to get more experience. It's only week two of the season, so all these types of plays and early on in this season, you're trying to get experience. You're trying to get comfort for this offense. Delayed handoff. Pelzer comes up throwing screenplay out to the right. Gets a block, gets close to the goal line. Did he get there? It looked like he was short live, and the official says he's going to be down right at about the half-yard line. Looked to be Lane Eddins, number 20, on the carry. And that should be first and goal for the Warriors. It is first and goal from the one, and Lee Scott is back inside the Byron Smokehouse breakfast red zone. Byron Smokehouse, an Auburn tradition for over 30 years. Yeah, beautiful play there. Looked like a little RPO with... 
from the one-yard line. With Edens breaking out from that tight end spot. Bank Sims in the ball game. Off the right hip of Pelzer Reeves. He's going to get the handoff straight up the middle. Hit the backfield. Fights for the end zone. Touchdown, Warriors. Lee Scott cannot be stopped on offense. They extend the lead here with 3.26 to go in the third quarter. How about Bank Sims getting on the scoreboard for his second touchdown run of the night? Yeah, both of them. Coming with him lowering his head right at that goal line, getting that second effort and getting across, adding another six on the scoreboard for Lee Scott. And I think it comes, it all comes down to, as you mentioned, it's all a comfortable standpoint from here on out. You're running a couple plays, everybody's feeling each other out. Pelzer Reeves right there, that beautiful play option, play action right there, hitting Lane Eddins on that little slip route. Beautiful execution there from Lee Scott all the way around. Bank Sims runs it in, and Matt Relator puts the PAT into the woods and through the uprights at 45 to nothing. The exact score that this game ended last year on the road at Monroe Academy, but a lot more ball game to play as we have 3.26 to go in this third quarter. Lee Scott with that 45 nothing lead, 3.26 to go here at Judd Scott Field as the teams run out onto the field. We'll keep it right here on AU100, AU100FM.com, and the AU100 app. This is Lee Scott Football on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. A reminder that tonight's game is presented by Auburn Express Towing. Whether you're having car trouble in an accident or you own a business and need a car moved, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. I think that interview with head coach Buster Daniels is going to be a little bit different here than it was in week one. We talked about how he was not necessarily pleased with the way that his offense performed in that week one, only given or only scoring one offensive touchdown. A little bit of a different story here tonight. And I can see head coach Buster Daniels signal up to to the score to the scorers up here in the booth. We're going to have a running clock the rest of the way, partner, with 3:20 to go in this football game and a 45 nothing lead. As Matt Relator kicks it away, and I'm going to let you guess where that ball ends up, <laughs> as it has every single time tonight through the back of the end zone for a touchback. As the Monroe offense out on the field once again, quarterback Kilgore looking to get anything going. And with a running clock, this ball game's not going to take too much longer. Three minutes to go in this third quarter. All 12 minutes of that fourth quarter will be a running clock, and I think part of that has to do, partner. Yes, it's 45 nothing, but Monroe's got a, pl a two-hour-plus drive back home here on a Friday night. They won't get out of here until 9, 30, 10 o'clock tonight anyway. That's a long drive to get these kids back home. It is a Friday night, but still a long drive back to Monroeville. So Kilgore in the shotgun. And he's not going to get it. He's going to hand it off right up the middle to Garrett Presley, number four. Oh, my apologies. Ty Turberville, the freshman running back. Turberville on the carry. For Monroe. Program by Mike Sims and Alan Owen. And again, you see it, that Lee Scott front four just blowing up anything that's going anything going right there at that line of scrimmage. from the 18-yard line. Forcing the warrior, I'm sorry, forcing the the volunteers to work from behind the sticks as it seems like they have all the entire night. In the Wildcat, Kilgore not even in the ball game. It's a direct snap to Cooper West, who hands it off to Todd Tuberville. And just nowhere to go. Lee Scott's just all over it. They're just they've built a wall 
on the line of scrimmage since the start of the second quarter, and they have not broken. And again, I think it comes back down to that alignment that we talked about. The front four are clogging up holes, and the only holes that are left, the linebackers are filling right at that line of scrimmage. Which is what we talked about in the pregame, was yeah. the linebackers filling those holes because we knew Monroe runs the football, and they're going to run it straight up the middle. They're going to set as many blockers as they can and try to just find the holes, and Lee Scott's linebackers have been there to stop it just about every time tonight. One minute to play in this third quarter. Direct snap again in the backfield. A little bit of space in daylight. Up the middle. But a play that started at the 18-yard line. Picks up a couple of yards. See what the official marks it at. About the 22-yard line, 23-yard line. My apologies. Fourth and seven. And Moreau's going to punt it away with 40 seconds to play here in the third. And again, running clock here to end this third quarter. We'll have a running clock the entire fourth quarter as well as Lee Scott leads Monroe 45-0. Lee Scott doesn't even send anybody back to return. They're just going to let the punt fly past midfield. And a good Monroe bounce will roll past the 30 and will sit right near the 25-yard line. And again, some more one-on-one -on -one fighting I guess going on if that's how you want to describe it and the official the white hat he stood there and watched it he, he was entertained a little bit down there at the end of the play a 49 yard punt so great bounce there from Monroe so I guess there's one highlight for the night yeah for the volunteers well, at least got maybe a little honor thing, just not putting anybody back to return. Yeah. You're up 45 nothing. You got a running clock already as it starts once again. Lee Scott may snap the football here. They don't have to, and I don't think they will as the clock is going to run out here in this third quarter. Three down and one to go. Lee Scott holds a 45-0 lead and well on their way to a week three victory and a 2-0 record as they have a 45-0 lead over Monroe. Stay tuned. The fourth quarter coming up here on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. This is Zach Alsterbrook with Alsterbrook Law Group, specializing in family law, criminal defense, DUI, and personal injury. Alsterbrook Law Group can help you. 114 North Knight Street in downtown Opelika, serving Lee County and the surrounding areas for over 10 years. Remember, if you want someone that has your back, call Zach. 737-3718. Big city experience, small town values. Alsterbrook Law Group. No representation has made that the quality of services to be performed is the greater than the quality of legal services performed by other lawyers. The Goosh Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gooshcenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. Game action is brought to you by Auburn Express Towing. Now, back to the action. 45-0. to zero. That's the score as your Lee Scott Warriors in all sorts of control here in the fourth quarter as they take over after the punt from Monroe. They'll be moving right to left on your radio dial. First and 10 from their own 28-yard line. 
As Lee Scott hands it off to Parker Wright, off the left side, picks up a block downfield, picks up another block downfield, still on his feet, out across the 50-yard line on the Moreau sideline, and ripped down by his shoulder pads out near the 30. A big run for Parker Wright. Parker Wright on the carry. Great run there from Wright, bouncing it outside. Great seal block there from the wide receiver on the far side. Allowing him to have a one-on-one -on -one with that linebacker, makes him miss, and takes off down the field. And was there a, oh, they're going to say he stepped out of bounds near midfield at the 49-yard line. It was a tiptoe effort from Parker Wright, but that's going to cut off about 20 or so yards off the end of that run. And I'm sure the Monroe coaches had a little something to do with that since it was right in front of their sideline. They're going to say he stepped out at the 49. As Ethan Hardy, the sophomore quarterback, wearing number 17 in the ballgame, as Pelzer Reese night is done. It's a rush off to the right, a That's big block a off to the right, but it's going to yeah. get called back. Maybe a little chop block, a hold, something. They'll call it here on this near sideline. It was a good run by Lee Scott, but you can't do that as Charlie Lloyd is probably going to get called here on this near side. But a good run for the Warriors. And again, it's one of those things that we talked about, same thing right before the half. When you're a receiver and you're blocking 10 or 15 yards past the line of scrimmage, you don't know where the ball is because your back is turned to him. And it's one of the hardest things to do. But as soon as that defensive back starts to go one way or another, you got to let him go. Worst case scenario, it's a 15-yard gain and a first down. The worst thing you want is one of those holes to be called back. Brooke Zachary was on the carry, the younger brother of Miles. But unfortunately for him, run won't count. It is a first down, though, on the Monroe 47 as the play will start at the spot of the foul. Tough run in between the hash marks. Broke Zachary on the carry. Another one. It's another. It's every, it's every other play. Another one-on-one -on -one just hand fight on the ground wrestling. I'm surprised the officials have kind of let it go. I mean, we're in the fourth quarter at this point, and it's happened after almost every single play. And I, I'm not seeing who starts it because I'm watching the play, and then I look down, and there's always some hand fighting going on at the end of the play. Second and one from the 43 of Monroe, moving left to right on your radio dial again. Ethan Hardy, the sophomore backup quarterback in the ballgame for the Warriors. He gives it up the middle face mask, and they're going to call it late. Multiple flags run in, and a face mask will be called a carry to the 40. It was enough for the first down, and they're going to get a whole lot more. So dangerous there. Dangerous play there as a running back. You're trying to hit that hole. The defensive lineman getting blocked just tries to reach a hand out and grab some jersey. Ends up grabbing the face mask. And that helmet snaps back. Braxton Cox on the carry. Glad to see Braxton Cox getting up under his own power. Number 58 on the stop. Flag on the Thomas point. Dilworth in the ballgame for Lee Scott as well on the offensive side. Another inside look at the Enterprise High versus Auburn High game. Auburn has added another field goal to cut the lead to one. Enterprise still leading that one 14 to 13, just about halfway through that third quarter. 
Quarterback Hardy in the shotgun, running back off to his left hip. He hands it to him. It's Zachary, the younger Zachary Brooks, cuts it up the middle, outruns one defender, and oh, he gets dragged down at the 15, maybe at the 10. He dragged him down by his jersey, grabbed onto that number 30, and ripped him to the ground. But a big run for Brooks Zachary and puts the Warriors inside the Byron Smokehouse Breakfast Red Zone. Byron Smokehouse, an Auburn tradition for over 30 years. Powerful run there from Zachary. Defender grabbed on his jersey about the 16 or 17 yard line, drug him six or seven more yards all the way down to that 10 yard line. Officially first and goal at the 10 for the Warriors as they try to tack on one for the backups. It's 45 nothing. Handoff up the middle, ships his way towards the end zone. Touchdown, Warriors. Lee Scott extends the lead once again, 45 to nothing. And a very late penalty coming from the very far sideline. Yeah, there is. We'll see what the call it is. It should be an after-the-play penalty, but if that's the penalty that gets called after everything that we've seen all night, it had to have been verbal because there was not enough physically that should have been called. It was Braxton Cox, number 28, the freshman for Lee Scott, who scored the touchdown. We'll see if they take it away or if it's after the play. They're going to take it away. Holy smokes. They're going to take it away as Lee Scott's walking the other way. And I'm like you. We're going to wait till right now to call the first penalty like that of the night. Yeah. Have we seen hand fighting and one-on-one -on -one UFC fights going on and behind the play all night? And you're going to take a, a touchdown away for the freshman? Yeah, I mean, play like that, both the receiver and the cornerback were still on their feet. We've, I could give you almost nine or ten times when both – <laughs> Both two guys from either team were on the ground, as you mentioned, UFC wrestling. So definitely one of the weaker calls, and I think that's the same thing that head coach Buster Daniel is saying, is just out of everything in that clock. Well, they've got the touchdown on the board, and the band started playing. I think Buster's, Buster Daniel's looking for an explanation here. It's a couple things, because clock should be running still. The and the officials called a timeout on the field. Did they give him the touchdown and then move the two, the extra point or the two-point conversion back? Maybe that's what it is because it is at that 18-yard line, so it would be that 15 Because they put penalty. the touchdown on the board. It's 51-0 Lee Scott with 8.46 to go. But if that's the case, why would Monroe not take it on the assuming kickoff rather than do it at this extra point? Lack of caring at this point? I don't know. I mean, just... I think that's what happened, and Buster's right. still on the on the field. I think that's what happened. Yes. So that's but, a touchdown. That's a touchdown for Braxton Cox. As it should be. As, yeah, absolutely, as it should be. So. We were disappointed that they were going to take it off the scoreboard. But I think another thing that head coach Buster Daniels talking about was the official should have ruled that the result of the play was a touchdown, and then after the play, that unsportsmanlike penalty took play. But that was never signaled, so I think that was where the confusion came from. And hopefully there's not as much confusion as week one. It was about this time in the fourth quarter where things got a little bit chippy, things got a little bit ugly. A couple flags were flown, thrown. Hopefully we can avoid that here tonight. I don't want to call him out on the air, but here comes... Matt Relator, who sends a long PAT, just pushed it right, no good. It is 51-0 Lee Scott, and it looked like it was on Easton Gregory, number 12. He was getting a face full from head coach Buster Daniel after that play. So the touchdown stands. We apologize for the confusion. Everybody was confused. Braxton Cox, the freshman running back for Lee Scott, he picks up a touchdown, his first one of the season. 
He's on the board. Lee Scott has a 51-0 lead as the clock continues to run. It's a running clock here in this fourth quarter. We'll keep it right here on AU100, AU100FM.com, and the AU100 app. We'll pause 10 seconds for station identification. This is Lee Scott Football on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. AU100 is WAUE and WAUEHD, Waverly, Auburn, and Opelika, and the home of Lee Scott Academy Athletics on the Lee Scott Sports Network. 51 to 0, our score between your Lee Scott Warriors and the visiting Monroe Academy Rebels. The good Warriors, the good guys on top with 7.20 to go, clock counting down. As Matt Relator and Lee Scott, no Relator on the sidelines. Maybe got a new kicker out for Lee Scott. Kicks it away. It's going to fall short right about the 15-yard line. Monroe taking it back for the first time tonight. Up the middle. Breaks a few tackles. Had to be ripped down. And I mean ripped down at the 45-yard line out near the 47-48 after the tackle. And Connor Bowen. Connor Bowen, the, the man who did the kickoff and the one who made the tackle. Oh, no apologies, James Pace. James Pace for the freshman kicker for Lee Scott. So 51-0 Warriors, 6.26 to go, running clock, first and 10 from the 46. One of the best starting field positions, probably the best starting field position for Monroe off a kickoff because Matt Relator has put it through the back of the end zone every single time. For Lee Scott, handoff to the right side. Lee Scott's all over it. Five, six, seven guys make the tackle, and that's what you saw last year from this Lee Scott defense. The starters have been doing it, and the backups are doing it right now. When they see the play, the Lee Scott Warriors swarm to the football, and that's what they did right there, loss of a few on the play. Well, that's what you want to see. You want to see that pursuit regardless of the score, regardless of it's the A team or the B team. you got to keep that same mentality through all four quarters. So a really good job of implementation from head coach Buster Daniel as well as coach Osmond on that defensive side of the ball. Officially a loss of one. Looks like it's a little bit more than that, but officially a loss of one on the scoreboard. Second and 11 from the 45, moving right to left on your radio dial. Lights are on. Still a good amount of fans here at Lee Scott Academy. Direct snap right up the gut for Cooper West. Pickup of one, probably made up for the loss of one on the last play. It'll be third and long for the balls. Cooper West on the carry, down by number 65, Grant White. No gain on the play. They're going to say no gain on the play. As Lee Scott just five minutes away now from a 51-0 victory over Monroe here in week three. And the Warriors staring down a 2-0 record here in 2023. Play clock down to eight as Monroe steps up to the football. Again, moving right to left on the radio dial. Black helmet, white jerseys, white pants with the black and white or the black and orange stripe down the side. Black and orange numbers in letters across the front and back. Direct snap, nowhere to go. And really just trying to run out the clock at this point. Is Monroe, it'll be a fourth and 11. They'll have to punt it away, maybe go for it and just give Lee Scott the football and pretty much call this a ball game. And unless something... Something big changes within these last four minutes of that running clock. It looks like the Lee Scott Warriors will get that shutout that they were unable to get in week one versus Chambers County as they give up that touchdown within the final minute of the game. It is going to be a punt from Monroe. Lee Scott has nobody back. They'll let it roll. 
Another nice punt. It's going to roll all the way back inside the 10, and it'll be down at about the 9-8 yard line from Monroe as the clock continues to run under four minutes to play. Be sure you stay tuned as we will have our post-game show here on AU100 on the Lee Scott Sports Network. That's 100.3 on your radio dial and on AU100FM.com. It's the Troy Bank and Trust post-game show, the best of a local community bank with the technology, tools, and resources of a regional one. Troy Bank and Trust, the only bank you'll ever need. And really, Christian, as we call the final few offensive plays here for Lee Scott. Slow start in that first quarter. We'll talk some more about it coming up in the postgame show, but slow start in that first quarter, but man, Lee Scott has really picked it up and outdid themselves from last year, which was a 45-0 victory and staring down the barrel of a 51-0 victory as the quarterback takes off running down the left sideline. It's Ethan Hardy down in front of the Monroe sideline. Got one man to beat. Roads him over. He trucked it at the 35-yard line. How about that? Hardy said 51 nothing. How about we go for 58 nothing? A big time run from the backup quarterback. Lowered his head. He looked like J.J. Myers out there with the football. And Lee Scott in scoring position once again. Holy smokes. Fired up the crowd and the bench on that. Little get off me, son. If he was a defender, he would have got called for targeting. He lowered his helmet and did not care. Hardy in the shotgun, running back to his right, hands it off straight down Broadway. Monroe's there and brought down after a few yard gain. 2.15 to go in the ballgame. Lee Scott approaching the red zone once again. Looks like we have a Warrior down on the field. Can't quite tell who it is at the moment. Yeah, it looks like we are going to have a timeout on the field. That'll stop the clock should at 155, and it does. Again, it is a Lee Scott Warrior down. Can't quite tell who it is. We'll go ahead and take a quick break and be right back. We'll bring you the conclusion of Lee Scott football versus Monroe. They got a 51-0 lead here in the fourth quarter. A Warrior down on the field. We'll be right back here on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Life isn't made for joint or orthopedic pain. It's made for living, for family, for your favorite hobbies, for sports, for morning walks and afternoon playing in the park. If you suffer from joint or orthopedic pain, turn to the experts at the Orthopedic Clinic. Our board-certified surgeons provide cutting-edge surgical procedures and high-quality, innovative services all close to home. Don't let joint or orthopedic pain keep you from doing all the things you love. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. The Warrior down is able to walk off the field. Appeared to be number 62, Carter Gibson. But he was able to walk off under his own power. Here comes Lee Scott again. Lowers his helmet once again. And Ethan Hardy, the sophomore quarterback, has no, as as uh, some broadcasters would say, as Kevin Harlow would say in the basketball world, has no regard for human life. He is just going off right now in this fourth quarter with 30 seconds to go. He is seeking out helmets. That's exactly a, what you want to see as well. You're making the most of your opportunity. Absolutely, man. And with a two-second difference between the game clock and the play clock, Lee Scott doesn't have to snap the football again, and they will not. 
A slow start in the first quarter. It was scoreless between Lee Scott and Monroe. But as the clock winds down to zero, the Warriors ramped it up in the second and put the pedal to the metal in the third and the fourth. And the Warriors are 2-0 on the 2023 season. They defeat Monroe 51 to nothing here at home at Judd Scott Field. Stay tuned for the Troy Bank and Trust postgame show on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Bending, stretching, walking. The simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain. When that happens, the Orthopedic Clinic is here to help. The Orthopedic Clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring services, from total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs, physical therapy, and sports medicine. With offices conveniently located in Auburn and Opelika, the Orthopedic Clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion. Visit theorthoclinic.com to schedule your appointment today. Hi, football fans. Glenn Smith is happy to be a sponsor of high school football. We love that Glenn Smith can play a part in supporting high school sports. We salute the team, coaches, band, the cheerleaders, and, of course, the families and fans. We are proud to be your Chevrolet and GMC dealer for East Alabama and West Georgia. Online 24-7 at glennsmith.com. Glenn Smith Chevrolet GMC in Opelika. Get ready to smile. Every sports team has a glue guy, the unsung hero that does the dirty work. Society's glue guys are towing companies. Whether your car is in an accident or you own a business and need a vehicle moved, we all need tow trucks. When you need one, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. AET specializes in parking lot and private property towing in Auburn. Call 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. Lee Scott Warrior Football lives here. This is the Troy Bank and Trust Post Game Show on the Lee Scott Sports Network. The Lee Scott Warriors for the second time this season are victorious here at home. They take down Monroe 51 to nothing in commanding fashion here on Friday night. Hello, everybody. I'm Jacob Goins with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network. My color commentator, Christian Griffin, with me in the booth here on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the orthopedic clinic and this is the troy bank and trust post game show troy bank and trust the best of a local community bank with the technology tools and resources of a regional one troy bank and trust the only bank you'll ever need well it was like we mentioned a slow start a scoreless game through the first quarter as it was tied at zero apiece lee scott then turned on the jets that took a special teams touchdown to really kick things off for this lee scott team all the way back in that second quarter christian with the punt recovery for a touchdown off the high snap and lee scott really never looked back since no it's crazy when you look at it you look at the final score and you think that lee scott ran three total plays on the offensive side of the ball in the first quarter Monroe led, had the ball, had time of possession for 12 of the first 14 minutes before that punt. Fell into the end zone for Lee Scott, and as you mentioned, Warriors never really looked back. The first drive stalled for Lee Scott. After that, they hit the ground running, no pun intended, and they just followed the big boys all the way home. 
A punt recovery for a touchdown for the Lee Scott special teams, a unit that we highlighted in the pregame. We were more concerned with Matt Relator on the kick game, and he did his job, no doubt about it. Uh, and, and, and with the wet, moist, and humid conditions here in Auburn, Alabama, we avoided the rain. It was spitting rain and even raining a little bit before kickoff. But other than that, we avoided the rain here throughout the entire game. But with the humid conditions, we saw some slips on the field. We saw a couple fumbles here tonight uh, and some miscommunication as well. We highlighted that special teams and they started it off with that punt recovery for a touchdown for the Warriors. Followed that up with a Bank Sims touchdown run. J.J. Myers had two touchdowns of his own on the ground. Tyler Kennedy had an interception, the one for the Lee Scott defense tonight. And Matt Relator, as we mentioned, had a 42-yard field goal to end the first half. And that's when Lee Scott really had this thing in control. Then the backups came in. Bank Sims, a one-yard touchdown run. And Braxton Cox had a touchdown run as well there late in the ballgame. So, Christian, just your your thoughts on how Lee Scott was able to really get it going after the special teams touchdown. What did Lee Scott do offensively that really settled them down and was able to take control of this football game? I think it's it's pretty simple. and we, It goes back to a quote from head coach Buster Daniel uh, after a week one talking about the preview of the bye week. We're not going to focus on any other teams. We're going to focus on Lee Scott. Lee Scott is going to be Lee Scott. I think that's exactly what they went to. They went right back to that bread and butter that they're so used to, just leading behind those big bellies up front and ultimately took care of business rather easily behind those guys. Yeah, Lee Scott, I talked to uh, head coach Buster Daniel last night, and and he was telling, telling a bunch of us, he said, look, we had two weeks to prepare, and it wasn't that we were fully preparing for this Monroe team. I think you could you could visibly we could visibly see uh, a talent difference and even a coaching difference from a from a mature and from a uh, just a an IQ standpoint. But you could also just see that Lee Scott didn't have to take two full weeks to prepare for one opponent. You're not supposed to do that. They worked on Lee Scott because he was not happy with what happened in that first week against Chambers Academy. And I'd say after a 14-6 win, a 51-0 win is a really good way to back it up and see that you uh, made some improvements in the last two weeks. Yeah, he said he wasn't thrilled, especially with the offensive side of the ball, but the defensive side as well. Coach Osment was talking about, as we mentioned before, 75 to 80% of the plays in week one, the defense was misaligned somewhere in those 11 guys. Uh, I think a bunch of those spots were filled up tonight as we saw Monroe try to run the ball up the middle countless times with very minimal success. We'll take a break and come back, wrap up the Troy Bank and Trust post-game show here on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Lee Scott victorious. They're 2-0 on the season. Thanks to a 51-0 shutout here at home, their first shutout of the year. We'll wrap up the Troy Bank and Trust post-game show and the broadcast when we come back here on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is Auburn's hometown home center. With top brands and an easy-to-use drive-through lumberyard, we have what you need to get the job done. Russell Building Supply, East University Drive in Auburn. Become a Russell Rewards member. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. September is National Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. Troy Bank and Trust is inviting you to go gold with us by participating in our annual Banking on a Cure Blood Drive. We do this in memory and in honor of all the brave children and their families who have fought and continue to fight this disease. This year's Banking on a Cure Blood Drive will be held Friday, September 29th from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. at our Tigertown location, 2701 Frederick Road, Suite 101 in Opelika. Look for the Life South Bloodmobile. Just one donation can save up to three lives. Go gold with us. We're Banking on a Cure. 
at Reynolds Outdoors, they're all about hunting and fishing and loving the great outdoors every day. And if you are too, you'll love the great selection of guns and ammo, bows and arrows, rods and reels, gear and apparel. As an independent family business, Reynolds Outdoors can offer top brand names at hometown prices, plus friendly local expert service. So before you hit the woods, the field, or the water, head to Reynolds Outdoors on Geneva Street, Opelika, on Facebook and Instagram, and at ReynoldsOutdoors.net. You're listening to the home of Lee Scott Academy Athletics, AU100. Now back to the action. Wrapping up the Troy Bank and Trust post-game show here on the Lee Scott Sports Network. Troy Bank and Trust, the best of a local community bank with the technology, tools, and resources of a regional one. Troy Bank and Trust, the only bank you'll ever need. Lee Scott, very victorious tonight, 51-0 to over the visiting Monroe Volunteers. They fall to 1-2 and on the year. Lee Scott improves to 2-0 and on the season. They'll be back here next Friday night for Monroe, or for Morgan Academy, excuse me. I get those mixed up all the time. Monroe defeated here tonight. Morgan will be coming here to town next week at Judd Scott Field, one of those uh, another home games that Lee Scott gets to start off the season with. Christian, what can Lee Scott do this week as they prepare for Morgan starting this next week how can lee scott maybe get a little bit better before they prepare for a a really talented and well-coached morgan academy team coming here next friday night i think the biggest thing that you're going to look for is getting off to a hot start we've seen both both in both game one and here tonight in game two week three the offense kind of sputtered to start with it took the entire took the entire first quarter of a scoreless match until lee scott finally found the end zone i think you really want to see that offense get off to the right foot early and try and put pressure on not only the Morgan Academy defense, but the rest of the defenses to come. Anything that you saw tonight, Christian, that it's hard to find a lot that went wrong <laughs> in a 51 nothing victory, but anything that you saw that maybe you weren't overly impressed with, that again, it kind of goes into that last question, but that Lee Scott could focus on as you go into another week of preparation for another really good opponent. Yeah, again, it's 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 hard to find negatives in a game like this, but... You know, I'm sure the co- head coach Buster Daniels is going to be able to find something. I think the one thing that you look at is moving the ball through the air. Tonight you didn't necessarily have to, but even when you had the opportunity to, other than those screen passes, nothing was too successful mm-hmm. down the field. Right. And you know, running the balls, running the ball, and getting those balls out on the flat are going to get you so far, but eventually you're going to have to be able to push the field. And so I feel like you're going to have to try and find some some success with that later on we appreciate everybody tuning in all night long here on au 100 au 100 fm.com and the au 100 app for lee scott football on the lee scott sports network presented by the orthopedic clinic this wraps up the troy bank and trust post game show again troy bank and trust the best of a local community bank with the technology tools and resources of a regional one troy bank and trust the only bank you'll ever need i recommend you flip it over if you're on your radios flip over after this to wings 94.3 that's 94 Point three on your radio dial, wingsfm.com or the Wings FM app. Or yeah, the Wings FM app. Auburn High just took the lead over Enterprise. It's 16 to 14. You can join Scott Bagwell, Rob Pate, and Jack Cutton as they are in the fourth quarter in a dog fight over at Duck Sanford Stadium. So go and tune into that. That's our counterparts and our sister station on Wings 94.3. Also on Wings 94.3. All day tomorrow. 
Auburn University football mm. gets underway week one. Uh, predictions quickly, Christian, before we get out of here. Auburn getting underway versus UMass tomorrow at Jordan-Hare Stadium. Game one of the uh, head coach Hugh Freeze era on the Plains. I hope it looks a lot like what it did tonight at Scott Field. <laughs> Gaping holes. Uh, Auburn should have the ability to run where they want. I'm interested to see what they allow Peyton Thorne to do. Again, I think we're going to be heavy on that run. But you're going to have to let him sling it a little bit, see what he can do, try and get comfortable with that offense. And what you mentioned earlier this afternoon, to test the receivers. Again, not necessarily testing the UMass defensive secondary, but testing the receivers to be on that same page with Peyton Thorne. I think that's going to be really important. Heading into Cal and heading into A&M shortly as well. Should be a fun day on the Plains tomorrow. It all starts our coverage over on Wings 94.3 as Auburn Network and our family of stations are now the local flagship stations of the Auburn Sports Network. And Wings 94.3 is the home of not just Auburn High School football, but Auburn University football this season as well. Our coverage begins at 10.30 a.m. with game day on Wings 94.3 with Uncle T-Bone, Wade Bennett, and Jack Hutton. They will go on the air at 10.30 a.m. for the game day on Wings 94.3 show. It's an hour-long pregame show. It's a call-in show. If you want to call in, give your thoughts. They'll be making their picks and predictions for Auburn, UMass, and all the games going on in week one of college football. Feeds right into the Tiger Tailgate show for the Auburn Sports Network and kickoff between Auburn and UMass starting at 2.30 over on Wings 94.3. For my broadcast partner, Christian Griffin, I'm Jacob Goins. Lee Scott moves to 2-0 on the season with a 51-0 win over Monroe. They'll have Morgan coming to town next week here at Judd Scott Field. That'll be on Friday night as... Morgan comes to town. The Senators will be here to take on the Warriors at Judd Scott Field. Lee Scott was victorious in that game last year. They'll see if they can defend it once again. That'll be next Friday, September 8th, pregame at 6.30 and kickoff at 7 here on here on Wing or on AU100, AU100FM.com and the AU100 app. And a result from tonight, Morgan and Valiant played tonight. And Morgan with a 30-21 to 21 victory over Valiant. So keep that in mind as Morgan will bring, uh, they'll have a game and a win under their belt as they come to Judd Scott Field. That'll be next Friday night, September 8th, right here at Judd Scott Field. And you can find it on AU100, AU100FM.com, and the AU100 app. One more time for my broadcast partner, Christian Griffin. I'm Jacob Goins. Until next Friday, stay safe and go Warriors. You've been listening to Lee Scott Warrior Football, brought to you by Auburn Express Towing, on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, sponsored by the Orthopedic Clinic, Auburn Express Towing, Russell Building Supply, the Gouge Performing Arts Center, and Troy Bank and Trust. This broadcast is copyrighted by Radio Alabama for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast, description, or accounts of the game without Radio Alabama's consent is strictly prohibited. Thanks for listening.